0: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making so you it all. You can pack
1: that in as soon as you like.
2: Okay.
3: <laughs> I like Carmen and Domingo Dancing for French cameras Picking up her fat white eye. She looks at me and suddenly there's water in my eyes I like sleeping in your shirt Stings of smoke and all your dirt Makes me think of you sometimes <laughs>
4: Celebrate the magic of the man from Del Monte, one of the, the, the great, un unforgotten, no, one of the great forgotten. Busy show this evening, um, Late Night Alternative, Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, at 11, it's Vaginal Bleaching. Um, I'll be doing it to Catherine. You won't. At midnight, it's DJ Doug Pound, who's funny, but before that, Catherine's got a story for us.
5: Well, I want to be going straight in with Get this. Get straight in there. I think we I think we might have read the story out in its original form. We didn't
4: have all the details. No. Now we've got, we got all the details.
5: OK. Let's well, start
4: the show as we mean to go on.
5: OK, guys. This is not a nice one, mm-hmm. so if you want a nice story, listen away now. Yep. If you want a really horrible story, you're in the right place. Let's get
4: into it. Dive, dive straight in.
5: Man whose penis and testicles were bitten off and eaten by bulldog was alone in the room with the animal and had peanut butter spread on his crotch. Are you real? Soon after the incident, the dog was taken to kennels as officers proceeded with their investigations. The dog, believed to be named Biggie, had to be put down two weeks ago. Oh. Yeah. Biggie. What? Yes. Poor Biggie.
6: Listen,
4: you can't blame a dog for biting off a man's balls if it's got peanut butter on it, can
7: you, Paul McCartney? Yeah, I know it isn't. Yes, it is! 0344-499-1000
4: 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. It's the late-night alternative. You can call in about absolutely anything you want. It's. i just got the. a feeling it's going to be one of those shows this evening. You're putting your hand on your chin. Have you got more or are you done? I
5: think there's more. Would okay. you like more? Yeah, of course we'd like more. God, this is horrible.
4: We tackle all the stories that uh, the mainstream media doesn't cover.
5: The man who was induced into a coma after his genitals were savaged by an old English bulldog was alone in the room with the animal when the incident happened. That's wrong. The man who's not been named was also alleged to have applied peanut butter or another food spread on his crotch before his genitals were bitten off by the animal.
0: Yeah, baby.
5: A police source told The Times. Police in East Lothian, Scotland were alerted after the 22-year-old man was found unconscious and fully clothed in a pool of his own blood in a flat in Haddington. In September.
8: Well, I really think this is great.
5: He was then taken to Edinburgh Royal Infirmary. However, his organs could not be reattached. Come on. As they'd been eaten by the dog.
6: You can do it right now, please. They couldn't pull.
4: Well, could they not wait for the dog to poo it out?
5: I think my adventure. And
4: then give it a little, a little rinse under the tap, then get some gaffer, some duct, and tape it back onto his stump.
5: His Condition later stabilised and he was then transferred to the Western General Hospital where he's since been assisting police with their inquiries. There had been previous reports that the man had been held down by others at the property. However, a police source dismissed this and confirmed the man had been alone with the dog but that others had been present at the property.
0: Is no yeah, that wrong?
5: No one's been charged with any offence relating to the incident. It's not known if the animal believed to have been named Biggie belonged to the victim.
6: I need your help.
5: My Flip dick has been chewed off
6: by a dog. Bloody Dirty, 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 all
4: the way from number thirty. So, um, so we heard on the radio four the other day about a new Korean restaurant opening up. Do you remember what that Korean restaurant was opening up was called? No, Jollibee. Oh,
5: Do you yeah. remember this
4: Jollibee? It's this new Korean restaurant, right? That's opening up. It's called Jollibee. It's like a fast food. It's like a burger, chicken burger joint, right?
5: It's meant to be the greatest. Mm. Chicken in all of Korea. Well,
4: they've just opened one up on my... If I, dr- well, if I drive in from Windsor, which is where I was today, um, last time I drove in from Windsor about a week ago, two weeks ago, there wasn't one there. This time I drove in, there was, near Earl's Court. right, And there was a queue outside the shop, outside the Tesco, outside the next shop, outside the next shop, and around the corner of the block. There were 200 people. 200 people queuing up in the freezing cold uh, about half past seven this evening to get into a really tiny um, Korean chicken burger joint called Jollibee's.
5: Also, chicken is the most boring of all the meats, isn't it? No, no,
4: no, 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 no. What's no. the most boring, then? Crocodile.
5: Does that not taste like a big prawn?
4: It's, it, just tastes, it just tastes fishy and khaki. It's horrible. It's boring. Mm. I mean, chicken's, chicken's great. Chicken you can do some magic with. But here's the thing, I don't, right, so this is, can someone, can someone tell us, please, what the hell, um, is so good about the, this, this place? It was a queue! It was a queue outside the, um, the shop. I'm tempted to phone one up in, in Korea and find out, let's phone one up, let's, let's, let's find out what the hell is going on. Here because, um, um, three one because no one else is calling us, so we're gonna call out. We're gonna
5: make it, you know, why? It's because we banned Alan, he's in the sin bin. He's not
4: banned, he's got just two Two weeks, two weeks, two weeks weeks rest. Mm, Okay, so this is Jolly Bean in in, um, Seoul. They got Seoul, but they are Koreans. What happened there? Come on, guys, zero zero eight two. Mm, mm 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 mm. That should work. That should work. Here we go. Now we're now we're rocking. It's gone orange. Bad ah, boom boom bitter. Hello, mm, Tommy. Can you hear me? Mm, Tommy, can you see me? Tommy, can you hear me? Something's gone gone wrong with my screen. My screen ain't working. Um, let me close this down. It's, um, this, is, this is a spooky start to the show. On the 1st of November. This is a very, very spooky start to the show. Computer system breaking.
5: Is it, oh, <coughs> it's, st- it's still All Saints Day. It's not All Souls Day yet.
4: Our Souls Day. Right. Yes. Um, uh, don't work. Okay. but if I, uh, A queue outside a chicken restaurant of 200 people deep. That's insane. Unless, and here's the thing, I've come up with some really good ideas. Maybe that's the plan. If you've got, like some restaurant that no one knows anything about um get what's your what's your problem get the fa- he has a haircut and he's all billy big balls
5: he's he's enjoying his own fabulousness he is, enjoy-
4: he is fabulous and you, you've got to give him that if you got a restaurant right simply get 200 people just to stand outside it and queue what are you queuing for that Never heard of it. Oh, it's It's the best. It's just the ever. best. It's like I've got a plan to save me money, right? Really good plan to save me money. It's
5: a terrible plan.
4: It's a great plan, right? It's an someone tell, plan. Someone tell me that this doesn't work, okay? So you buy a house next door to a hospital that's got an A and E, right? Great plan. Then you go out, you have your night out, you have your wonderful night out. You go to work, maybe you go to work, um, you go out, for, go out, whatever. And then to save you money of driving back, you don't even need a car. You don't need to drive back. You don't need to get public transport. You don't need to get a black cab or an Uber. um you just dial 999. Hello, hello, 999. Emergency, can Oh, yeah, I'm having a, a rustle. A, what, sorry? Heart... I'm having a heart attack. Oh, there's another contraction. OK, whereabouts are you? I'm I'm at, um... A, the roundabout in... At, town town. the
5: chicken place.
4: Yeah, I'm Jollibee's. Not that it will cause you a heart attack, I'm sure. Um... Oh, so, all right, we're going to send an ambulance. Is it bad? Yeah, I think I'm dying. We're going to send you an ambulance straight away. Ambulance comes, get you on there. Whoa, yeah, beautiful. bush, bash, bosh. You get to the hospital, you go, oh oh, do you know what? Actually, I'm feeling a whole lot better. You have saved my life. Thank you very much. Get out of the ambulance. You walk next door, you're home.
5: Right, and you're planning to do this every day?
4: Yep. They have They have to respond to you. You don't do the same thing every day. You mix it up. Maybe you've had a heart attack. Maybe you've broken a leg. Maybe you've been stabbed. You mix it up a bit, and every time you get there, you go, oh... Oh, do you know what? I feel a whole lot better. It's good for the environment because you're not using a car. You're, you're like you're... one of
5: those people that rings 999 because they can't get the ring pull open. Um... Disgusting, is what you are. Disgusting. You're an abuser of the system. I'm not... No, I... Meanwhile, someone's giving birth on a bathroom floor because you, you can't be bothered to walk home from Beach two,
4: two things. Mm-hmm. I pay my taxes Yeah. and is giving birth really an emergency? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, oh no, no, no! Sorry, no, you're right. You're, I'm, oh God, yeah, you're right. Because in caveman days, they didn't just have a baby in a cave surrounded by yeah, donkey shit. Yeah, yeah. They got an ambulance yeah. to the cave and they hospital. They used to
5: die. Yeah, they used to die. Yeah,
4: that was and that was that was the, the the risk. That was the risk. They should have worn condoms. They had condoms. They had banana skins and elastic bands. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. You're an
5: actually m- ridiculous person. You're
4: a donkulous. <gasps> if you've got um, a great way to save money and beat the system, then give us a call. Let's go to Martin, who's in Birmingham. Good good evening, Martin. Hello, uh, Ian and Caffrey. Hello. Hello, Hello. Caffrey.
5: Marty.
9: You're Caffrey.
4: Caffrey.
5: Caffrey's.
4: Caffrey's. Barry Caffrey's. Yes, Martin, good evening.
9: Anyway... Ian, I'm but, not going to sing tonight, like because obviously I've got the worst voice in the world. Terrible,
4: terrible singer. You oh, choose. I agree, I agree I you choose
5: excellent songs, mate.
4: no, but also you. Ch- Here's the thing: worse than being a terrible singer, because because Kath's a terrible oh. singer, but I, I respect her for trying. Yeah.
9: You choose terrible, terrible songs. That's the that's the the, no, the big know. crime. I know. Yeah, I know. I've got a sort of. Uh... Get yourself together on that like. Get yourself line, together. But... Get yourself together, buddy.
5: <coughs> Try hey, and sing... Martin, so... don't come in here like a wounded dog, allowing him to kick you. <laughs> Give well, it to James him.
9: James Well says I was a rubbish singer, like so. That just well, about
5: gets it down. He's an awful
4: man. I um I suggest that I completely forgot what I was going to say because you two were, were, were chatting. I had a really funny, mm-hmm. clever line. A really clever line. Oh, here we go. This is funny. Sing a song like Carrick Fergus. Carry Fergus, that's what the Knights of the night, I sort of think it's a great great little song. Yeah. And I think that maybe, maybe,
9: you should be doing a little bit of that. Do you know what I might do in a few I'll give it a couple of weeks and I'll sort of like. Oh. Here we go.
4: Yeah, go on.
9: I've been to Carysburgers. Carysburgers. And I went with Kent from Newcastle. I wished oh. I had you. I no, you're, a t- you're, you're
3: a terrible singer. I know, I
9: know, you're you're, you're, you're like, a terrible, terrible yeah. singer. That's, what, that's so what, what I thought I'd do, like, is uh, try to change the subject to Brexit, like. Oh. You know. what? Sorry? You know, Radio Westminster's like obviously. Uh, uh, BBC WM. Yeah, they yeah, they they, they, they sacked me. They, no. they, they
4: did sack me. They wanted to renew my contract well. under under conditions that I thought were unacceptable. They stabbed you they, in the
9: back. Well, Ian, they are more now. Just they play, they play music like for about twenty minutes. Have a yeah, because talk, the, boss, the, the, of a boss, the
4: boss that runs it doesn't know what radio is. They exactly. they, they, they want to do a thing right? on, on on the other station that she ran. They did a thing called the Chit yeah. Chat Club. The Chit Chat Club. Yeah. More that like the Shit Shack
9: Club. Good one. <laughs> Thanks, man. Is that you? Yeah. What? Well, hey, well, anyway, in, Rod. Yes. So can I change the job to, what, to Brexit? We haven't tonight? done a subject. We haven't done a subject yet. So Sub- oh, Well, it's not I mean, changed. Well, Brexit, like... Beautiful. It's the Brexit
4: phone-in tonight. 0344 499
9: 1000. Because Danny Kelly... You've heard of Danny Kelly, who works... The guy, the big fat on Yeah, he's, a, he's a crook. Right. He's a crook and a charlatan. Yeah. He's, he's not. He's a nice guy. He he's nice a phone-in today, right? And they've, re- they've revealed the daylight. Let's do Danny Kelly's phone-in. This is, this is it. 0344
4: 499 1000. Here we go. This is what we do. This is tonight's show. Other radio hosts' phone ins. What phone ins have you heard today or in the last few days from any radio host? Can be on this station, can be any other radio station, LBC, any of the BBCs, Five Live, any of that. 0344 499
9: 1000. Tonight we will do the phone ins from your favourite radio show. Well, so the thing is, Ian Wright, Yes. say tonight on Dan Nikkeli's show, right, that the European Union, right, are pulling out. 200 million, right? If you say, here's a, here's a i do a deal with oh, you. Okay, okay. Oh, I won't say it again, like, if, right? If you say right, every time you say yeah. right, I'm going to slap Catherine, okay? No! You ready? Well, this well, is a practice one. No, Just say right. No, I will not say that again. What, what, what won't you say? Well, I won't say it because you'll slap Catherine. Okay,
5: fair play. I like that. I'll slap me back.
9: Okay. The European Union are, are going to pull out £200 million of investments next March into projects in Birmingham for elderly people. blah, 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 once we leave Brexit and they've estimated 1,000 jobs will be gone by April because all the companies from Germany and blah, blah, blah are going to pull the investment out of this country. And worse than that, anybody who voted for Brexit that is unemployed, on the sick or disabled, what the government's going to do to recoup the money we're all going to lose, right? It's cut their benefits even more. Oh, I I'll just say, like... Sorry, Kathy. But I never realised what this disaster was coming, that people who are poor and unemployed, or anybody who's working poor, are going to suffer when we pull out next... It's going to be a complete nightmare. And the only people... Oh, Jesus. The that, that is the people who were working class who right vote for that Brexit. Oh, and they just God. Put a bullet in their own head. Yeah, well...
4: Oh, Carrick has kicked back in again. Carris Fergus Carris Ferguson. Oh, they'll have another go. Sarah Ferguson. Um, right, yeah, well, we know this. Everyone who
9: voted Brexit is an idiot. Next. Well, th- no, no, <laughs> I'm not saying they're idiots. I'm, they don't understand, right, the poorest people, the ones <laughs> who vote for them, like, they're just going to get poorer and poorer, like they lose all their jobs. I don't care. Why not? I don't care. Why? Why, sh- why should I care? Can Why I think... should
8: I care? Why should I care? Can I have a sing-up? Or well, Fergus, the last four-day. Do, do, do! Dun,
4: Here we go. Listen to this. Here we go. Listen to this. Here we go. Can I have a crack at Fergus
9: again? Hang on, Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. I want to have a crack at
4: this. Here we go. I want to have a crack at this. Ah, adverts. Um, so, just do a line about
9: Brexit. Just say something about Brexit again. OK. Go on. Two hundred million yeah. pound. Yeah. The European Union are pulling yeah. out yeah. next month Yeah. Investment in Birmingham. Yeah. The project.
4: Okay, quickly because I've got it now. Yeah.
9: One thousand people yeah. will lose their jobs by April. Yeah. Oh yeah, really? One thousand people are going to lose their jobs by April. Yeah, because all the companies in Europe are pulling out their money, man. <laughs> they're shooting off, man. Wow,
4: they're shooting off. Wow. Um, hang on a second, Roger. Shut up. Why
9: Why should, I Why should I care? Why should I care? I'm Mooney, not a Mooney. This is Mooney. Who cares? Can I sing a, what's a new song by It's called Break Stuff? Not a, not a chance in
4: Helmet. You're a terrible singer and your choice of music is atrocious. 0344 4991000. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio.
2: The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have
4: ways of making you talk. 0344 uh, 4991000. So, we have Brexit.
5: <laughs> Who cares? I don't oh. even know what the phone in was. I, I didn't. I lost interest before we got to the end of a sentence.
4: Basically, he's saying Brexit um, could cause uh, funding to certain parts of to, 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 to primarily poor areas of Britain. Uh, you get a lot of European Union funding, and that funding will end, and that will cause poor areas to become poorer and people to lose their jobs. And it's you know it's Turkey's voting for Christmas. Well,
5: but it's another one of the could.
4: Yeah, no, but it's no, but the funding is going to stop. That's like there's a big um, vote to leave in uh, in Cornwall, Cornwall, but they get shed loads of funding and in Wales, and they get shed loads of funding from Europe, right? And they're going to lose that funding. Well, I don't care. I don't care. Who cares? It's your problem. I mean, honestly, I I, 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 I really don't care. I hope that, um, I just don't care. I don't care about any of it. And I know, no, I was going to say I know that I should and actually, I shouldn't. If I don't care, not caring is a legitimate, oh, you can't have your say then. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. I don't care about Brexit. I'd rather we didn't, but we're going to. Although, can I give you my theory about Theresa May? Go on. And I'm the only one that's had this theory. Certainly the only one that said it out loud, right? People are saying she's at Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. People are saying she's a terrible prime minister, um, that she's going to lead us into a disaster, that Brexit may fail under her, and or we're going to get a lousy deal. Here's my thinking, right? There is a possibility... Ricky, I'll come to you in a second. There is a possibility... That Theresa May is the greatest Prime Minister we've ever had, right? And is the bravest, most selfless politician we've had since Winston Churchill. Let me explain. Let me Johnson. explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. She was a remainer, right? She wanted to remain. She said during the during the whole run up to Brexit, the vote the the vote that Um, Brexit would not work. It could not work and it would be a disaster. She said that. Words to that effect, right? So she's the Home Secretary. Brexit gets voted in. David Cameron steps down. She becomes Prime Minister. Now, here's my thing. She's making such a pig's ear of this. What if... What if... She is deliberately sacrificing herself and her uh, 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 her standing and her place in history, sacrificing herself to make sure Brexit doesn't go through. She's doing such a balls-up of it, making just completely messing everything up so that we get to a point where Brexit cannot happen, she gets fired off, everyone hates her until about 50 years in the future when everyone looks back and goes, oh, actually... She saved this country from going off the edge of a cliff by sacrificing herself. Imagine that for a second, that she is being true to the principles that she stood for before the referendum in thinking that Brexit is a terrible, terrible idea. She can't, as Prime Minister, say, it's a terrible idea, and you know what? We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. She can't say that, but she can muff it up enough that it doesn't happen, or we get a Brexit that all of the hardcore um, Brexiteers will hate, in which we are still kind of in the European Union, all but by name. Now, that is a possibility.
5: Yeah, but then if she was steering towards that, isn't that the height of selfishness and recklessness?
4: No, not if she believes it's the right thing. what if it
5: sneaks through? And she's just made all almighty balls of it. It's a gamble? Yeah, but it's a gamble with our money. No, no, no. But and it's our so, lives. But it's
4: not, the, it's not the height of selfishness. It, it's it's selflessness. If she genuinely thinks that Brexit is such a bad idea, right, that she is prepared, she can't... It, the thing is, if she says now, if she said at any point in the last two years, Brexit is a disaster, it can't happen, I'm going to stop it, she would have been out. Vote no confidence, she'd have been out. She'd been replaced by Reece Mogg or David Davis or any uh, of those other... Pl- she clients. wouldn't know
5: because no-one wants it.
4: No, what do you mean no one wants it?
5: They all stood back and let her have it, not because she was the best woman for the job. No, no, no. Because she's the the only one who'd take the poison chalice. No, no, but that's the thing.
4: If she were to say, I'm going to stop Brexit now, this is a really bad idea, then she would be out. Yeah. She would be out, and someone else would have to come and take it, right? So she's taken the poison chalice. She's supping from the poison cup. This is just a theory, guys. I'm not saying it's just a theory. Just thinking outside the box. She's supping from the poison chalice, knowing it will kill her. But she, the only way she can stop Brexit is from within and is covertly. I had to work out which was covert and which was overt. Same way with tigers and leopards. Leopards never change their spots. So tigers have got stripes. <coughs> that's my theory, is that she is scuppering Brexit from within, knowing it will ruin her career. That, that, that's it. She'll, be, she'll be a joke for a long time. Because the Brexiteers will be angry with her. And the Remainers will still be angry with her because they'll think that she's just made a bad job of it, even though we'll still be in Europe. So no-one's going to like her. No-one's going to like her. Um, But she is making that sacrifice, potentially, to save this country. So she could be the greatest prime minister we've ever had since Gordon Brown. 03444991000. Where you
10: going? Whoa, get back. Get back.
4: Get back. I want to speak to uh, Ricky in Glasgow. Good evening, Ricky.
10: Hello. Good evening, team. Good evening to you. Good evening. Hi.
4: There's no team here. There's no I in team, okay? There is, there's a, no, me. There there's is no... a me, though. There's no F in team either.
10: It's <laughs> oh, okay. actually a lady I want to speak to. Oh, you're bullying me. The lady will be more gentle, I think.
4: Okay, you speak to the gentle lady. We'll see about that.
10: <laughs> no, what does it the subject to me but if you don't mind? There's a gabs all. Uh, the violence in the streets of the big cities of the UK. Um, do you mind if I put forward a possible small solution?
4: He's talking to you, so you
10: have to chip
5: in I out. don't mind. Let's hear it.
10: All right, give me your opinion. Uh, it's Basically, the title is uh, Street Soccer slash Rounders versus Street Crime. Still there? Yeah. OK, we take six towers. Say London. We take six tours, and of the six towers, we have six committees, five strong committees. OK, still there?
5: I'll still be here. I'm paid to be, so you crack on, love.
10: <laughs> Fair enough. Thank you. OK, so what we do, if it's possible, uh, we get the, the council puts, uh, makes available a football park. Say just two jackets at either end of the park, that makes a park. It would also do for rounders, obviously. Does it, does it have
5: to be a purpose-built football park, or is it can be any park where football is allowed to be played? In in other words, any, somewhere any with no no-ball game signs?
10: It could be put, to, to be in a park that is a public park, right. that the public can uh, cover the, the sides. So what happens is, we use football as an example. Um, the, the, the first... Uh, uh the committee select a team of nine players mm-hmm. and say uh, the sixth tier picks a team of nine players and then tier one again picks another two but they play in the tier six team and the tier six team, uh, sorry, committee pick another two to play in the tier one team. You still with me?
5: Not really but carry on.
10: Okay. You're talking about playing football across the town?
5: Instead of fighting? No
10: no mm-hmm. using football to uh, enhance social inclusion using rounders to enhance social rounders so, I so hang going, on a minute
5: well, so we've got we've got violent thugs that we're yes. trying to get on the straight and narrow by handing rounders bats can you see a flaw handing... in that plan cuz i can sorry i can see sorry? a fl- i can see a flaw in that plan well i'm not finished
10: i'm not finished you nearly have So... No, no. Yes, yes. Trust me. <laughs> is that be finished? Almost. Go on. So, for example, the first game uh, is played by one uh, Tower one and Tower six. <laughs> Obviously, there's people want to come down to watch the game and ground the game, now it costs a hundred pounds a year for um, uh, social liability, right? Public liability, and the only source of revenue is from the hat being passed around the games. And two percent of what goes in the heart goes to the Lord Mayor of London. Why well, so are we they, giving they, money
5: to the the Lord Mayor of London? He does nothing. You want to go well, for finish. the elected mayor, surely?
10: Uh, uh, well, it's the elected mayor, yes, yeah, surely, surely, the elected mayor. Aye. Um, um, and so the whole thing is independent. There's no Mister Good Good Guys Wanted. No Mister Good Right. Now. No good guys. No Mister Good. What guys is the wanted. point? What is the point? Not only of this call, but of this project. I've just. Well, the project basically is when the with the crowd watching the game, oh, uh, you're increasing socialisation. I hate socialisation. Quite, quite, quite. There's possibly reducing um, suicide cases. <gasps> uh, they you- yes, no. no listen,
5: because i be too busy I'm
10: putting forward something you're not expecting to hear.
4: I'm not, something right. I'm not understanding to hear.
10: Right, you don't understand. Which bit do you not understand? I don't understand any of it.
4: So you want people to play football across the town to stop suicide.
10: It would enhance reducing perhaps the number of suicides that are taking place. Okay. Because well, again, be you participate. It yeah. But That's but also football around us are for But
4: here's the thing, but here's the thing, right? Um find fault, go on. I, I will do, thank you. Um good. you better know you've said you will go on. Well I'm going to. I'm gonna find plenty of fault. Here's go on, go. I'm going for it. I'm coming. It's now. It's happening. I'm, Fault has been found and I'm about to register it with you, sir. Good, good, go It's being registered now. Go Not everyone likes sport. In fact, loads of people hate sport.
10: Wait, hold it. Hold, That's hold Fault, on, Fault has it. Been, Fault has been found. Mountains. I'm with you. I agree with you. Right. We're not talking sport. It's not. We're not playing football, for right. sake of football. Football and rounders are sport, sir. They are sports! If they're used for it, they are sports. We're using sport, but Now, women do not want to, in a sad night, get into a swimming pool with 20-pound hairdo in their head or get into a boxing a ring with 20-pound
5: hairdo? why where can I get your... my... Do so you want to play
10: rounders? Ask a lady beside you. I'll ask her Do you want to play rounders?
5: Do you want to play rounders? No, don't. I want to sit on my backside Here's and the crisps. Some people don't well, like. Then well, then you're not wanted. I you're won't be wanted. fighting in the street right. anyway. I'm hang hang not the person Here you we want. Go. Go. So, want so, so hang on a minute. So this, this, this
4: plan, Ricky, to um, yeah, get rid no, no, of. No, hang on, hang on. You said something very important. You can come back. You can come back in. You can come back in a second. You silly, you silly, sorry, Ricky. Ricky, hang on. You can come with. Let's not all on. If you talk at the same time, Ricky, you. Everyone, just stop talking. Talking, every, one person at a time. Ricky, I've taken you off, so they can't hear you. Okay, right? You amazing, can though. chat yeah. up. You can come back in a second, man. Please, for God's sake, you come on with a ridiculous idea.
1: No, That'd ch- be reasonable. Oh.
4: <laughs> you can come back in a second, man, but no one can hear you. Now you've just th- this is designed to um, get rid of exclusivity and to promote inclusivity, right?
10: Well, hold on, and hold you've on. just said to Catherine, hold you're on. not wanted. That's right. But she's not wanting this conversation because she's just playing a game. Now, listen you to you wanted to, I said, you listen wanted to, to talk to her. I said, I, I don't know. You know I what, said, you're, you're not
4: wanted in this conversation.
10: I, well, I'll go then. Thank Hi. you very much
4: indeed. Let's go to Simon. Good evening, Simon.
3: <laughs> your, your line
4: is terrible. 0344 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call.
5: I wasn't violent before, but I could definitely <laughs> go out and um, kick someone now.
4: Uh, I'll tell you who I I like now I've decided I like, because my youngest likes him a Mm, lot. mm. I was singing along with him. George Ezra. Yes. He's good, isn't he? And um, we had another um, interesting chat about swearing, because he um, has a line about your bloody veins. And my boy was singing it, my youngest was singing it, and he said his bloodiest swear word. I said, well, it's an interesting one. Um, If I were to murder somebody and then... Um, I created a bloody mess, and it was blood. That's not swearing. But if I was... So when he's saying bloody veins, he means blood in your veins. But If I was to, to say bloody in a, and I didn't mean blood, then yes, I'd be swearing. So then my six-year-old went, nearly seven, is bloody hell swearing? I said, yes, it, yes, it is. I said, but I would class that as a C, uh, a category C. He said, oh, and the F word you said the other day I would class as a category A, so C, uh, I would put bloody hell, I would put crap, um, and and the F word, that's way up there in the A, and then and then the the eldest came and joined us, and they really want, they know I've they know I've got it's like it's like I'm visiting them in prison, and they know I've got packets of cigarettes, they know I've got smokes on me, and they're desperate for those smokes, so they've got currency within the prison. Is F the strongest swear word? No, it's not. Not by a long way. So what is it? I'm not telling you. Oh go on, but give us the first letter. And said there is no way I am telling you that the strongest swear words are. I'm just I'm not gonna do it. I said you'll find out. Someone will someone will tell you one day and, and you'll know them, but I'm not gonna be the person. And then they was like trying to play a guessing game. Does it begin with an A? <laughs> oh. I went no. Does it begin with a B? I went no. Does it begin with a C? No. But so they're playing this, and I just, do you know what? I really want to sit down and go, right, I'm going to say this only once. Pay attention. you got your B, you got your C, you got your MF, you got your W, you got your S. Use that, away you go. I really want
5: to. Yeah, but you can't be that guy.
4: What, the cool dad? I've shown them how to roll a spliff. Oh, three, four, four. Four nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. It's a weird one tonight. Eleven o'clock. It's vaginal bleaching. This is Talk
0: Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Wright.
7: I'm Matthew Wright. Join me for my brand new show
3: <laughs> on you Talk Radio. we <laughs> Shaking luck.
7: up your afternoons with three hours of original current affairs conversation, <laughs> okay. unfiltered comment
0: oh, and irreverent sure. opinions. <laughs> putting the world to rights. The get Matthew Wright Show tomorrow afternoon from 1
7: always looking on, on the right bill.
0: side of life <laughs> on talk radio
7: do 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 okay. do aren't you supposed to be whistling well,
0: oh, <laughs> the late night alternative with Ian Lee on talk radio we'll get you talking Oh, 344 four, four,
4: nine, nine, at midnight, we've got DJ Doug Pound coming on. Uh, loads of you haven't heard of him, but some of you will. It's that thing where I've, I've tweeted his, that he's coming on, and a lot of people have ignored it. A few people have gone, huh? And a handful of people have gone, oh, my God. Oh, I cannot believe you've got Doug Pound coming on the show. One of those weird kind of culty things. There's a really cool podcast called The Poundcast. Um, did a, a sort of little online... Um, Sort of show called uh, Poundhouse that we watched some of. Uh it also did like some little sketches and things like that. And he's an editor, he's a video editor. And um, editing, if you've ever made a film, we were talking to Gary the other day, Gary Smart. If you've ever made a film, or d- 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 editing is where the magic is, right? Steven Spielberg can go out and shoot the best stuff ever. But if the editor is no good, it's rubbish. Right, and also the editor can turn something half decent into a masterpiece. It's how long do you hold that close up on the face before you cut? The Second, either way, it's brilliant, and his style of editing is completely innovative. So he's coming on at midnight. Who have we got coming on at eleven? Catherine Boyle, Tracy Kiss. There we go. Do you want to tell us any more? Should we do wait and see? Tracy
5: Kiss, who tried vaginal, what?
4: Tracy Kiss as a designer. Piss.
5: No. Okay. She's got um, a beautifully um, clean fanny, <laughs> pre- preened vagina. Um, She—that's what she gave her her boyfriend for his one-year anniversary. <laughs> uh, romantic. Did she send any pictures? No, she didn't. Okay.
4: We'll just have to draw it then. Let's go to Michael. Good evening, Michael.
8: Morning,
4: morning.
8: Uh, Sorry. I'll start you off on a good one.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I've just, i just drawn a it's picture. It's like a pea of, pod. I've just drawn a picture of what I think our guest looks like.
8: Uh, can you hear anything in the background? Um. No. no fix me smoke alarm. yay Yes, mate. <laughs> I took the, I took the battery out of it. It was still pippin.
4: It does. It does when you take the battery out. They, they pip away, don't they? Well, at least you're not going to die from smoke inhalation.
8: No, well, the electric part of it works. OK. But I'll put a no battery in anyway. OK. Can
4: we get the guy right. back on to talk about football? This is, aren't
8: yes, anyway, go on. Right. Yes. If you're in Germany, they've got no swear words in their language. Yes, uh, they so do. Yes, they <laughs> have.
5: Das is scheiser.
8: No, but that's just shit. I mean, That's not a swear, swear word. No words. But the, the worst one they got is Donner and Blitzen, which is Thunder and Lightning, or Swinehund.
5: Well, you say which, that. We've actually we've actually got a German speaker um operating the phones today. Um that's you, you speak German, Sam? Yeah, he's a quarter German. Ein
4: bisschen, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm bisschen. Das ist sehr uh, gut, einfach klasse. Uh, um, uh auf den Deutsch. Um ist... You're very good at it, is it? I'm Schat... not I'm not just saying no. I'm very out of practice. Okay, yeah, but Vossist. you know all the swears, right? Vossist. Well, not oh, anymore. I, I dumped that. Vossist. Vossist. Oh, what is? Shut up. <laughs> Will you shut up? I'm not talking to you. <laughs> God's sakes, man. Oh, well, stop listening, then. That- Dump that again. Sounds like you so you eat. Well, you, well, it is, actually. It could be. Is <laughs> it? <laughs> Do you know that word? Uh, no, Sam? I don't. I don't know that one. OK, but are there swear words yes. in German? Yes, yes, there right. are. Thank you very much indeed. So that's that prove wrong, Michael. No, it's not.
5: I mean, a lot of our swear words come from Germanic roots. Anglo-Saxon.
0: Your your, your smoke (gasps) alarm
5: just went
4: off! You! Your smoke alarm went off! No, it didn't. Yes, it (sighs) did! Right, be quiet. Everyone be quiet.
8: Shut up. (laughs) Shut up! (laughs) It's the other one upstairs that's going then. Oh, you tit... There is well. I've got the German
4: word for the c-word, so there are swear no, words. No yes, no, yes,
8: yes, they haven't. Well, they, they uh, do. I was over there for four years, and now they haven't. They have, like their language. I've got no swear words. I don't. Know That's no incorrect. That's incorrect. They use English instead. They were very, very polite. They really got all the swear Jeez. words. No, they don't. They have swear words. Well, give me a couple. I've, we've given you two.
5: Um, how about you Google it? I bet it's on there.
8: You Google it. No, that ain't a swear word. Oh God. Thank, Thanks for your call. <laughs> thanks for your
4: call. It's like arguing with a with a, a, a five year old who's asleep.
5: Someone slipped an infuriating pill into everybody's drinks tonight.
4: So I like George Ezra now. He's got a good voice, isn't mm-hmm. he? Good, good, good voice. Good, good songs.
5: My, Great songs. My youngest likes a new one. <laughs> but she thinks <laughs> the words are "bum bum alligator."
4: Bum bum alligator. See oh. you
5: later. Oh.
4: Oh, oh, how do we do? It's good. I like it. It's all good. I think it's great. He was about fifteen, isn't he? He's a baby, child. He's a child, and he's got the voice of uh, an old man from the Mississippi.
5: Well, not as bad as Paolo Nottini. He's oh. got a proper old man's voice. What Hi. happened
4: to Paolo? There we go. Still going. The great forgotten people of pop, Gomez.
5: Oh, yeah.
4: With the great forgotten people of pop with old men's voices, Gomez, Gomez. Oh. Gomez. I had that album. It's great, um whipping Piccadilly. I think
7: you can see what their problem was. No words, just noise
4: how close am I to the tune with that? I'm pretty close, I think, um. But the gimmick was the guys. There was, was a good pair, a good bar. Here we go. I'm a little. Alright. Yeah. I'm not far off. There's a tone out.
7: Founder,
5: feather,
7: the feather, down down the 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 the
4: they were good. Uh, yeah, go on, go on, and then do what we were going to do: put the old triangle up. So yesterday, um, this is the last call this guy's ever going to get taken on this station. So yesterday, I was talking about I was being, I was exposing myself because <coughs> um, you know I'm trying to come off these meds, and more on that later on. But I'm trying to come off these antidepressants, and um, it's a roller coaster, man. A roller coaster of emotions. Three weeks in, and uh, uh, mainly I'm okay. I've had times of being great, and I've had some really low times. And yesterday was a very, very low time. And I kind of c- confess that there, there was, a, there was a, an extended period yesterday when um, I felt suicidal when I really thought... I was sat there looking at a picture of my boys. I was in floods of tears thinking, I I want to die, I want to die. And the only thing I could do to get myself safe was turn off the computer, turn off my phone and go to bed. Sleep. Write it out. And I'm sharing this because I know lots of you are on antidepressants or suffering from depression or trying to come off them or wondering what it would be like coming off them. So, um, you know, and it's a serious thing. We know that suicide is the biggest killer of men between 17 and 45. The biggest killer of men. More than cancer more than car accidents, more than anything, right? The, the suicide is the biggest killer of men between the age of 17 and, and 50, I think. It's something like that. But it's, it's certainly the biggest killer of men, right? Um, and I think that if we talked about it more, we might save a few more lives. Um, I talk about it because I'm trying to save my life because I don't want to kill myself because I've got boys and I've got friends, and, I, and I, I, you know, there are moments when I have great joy of being on this planet. So I, ta- I share um, my feelings of, of darkness and loneliness and, and what have you. Um, and, you know, we have people connected with this show who have killed themselves. You know, we've, we've had a couple of callers call in and say, there was that young lady, who's, and I cannot remember the name of her partner, but he used to listen to us in bed. And um, listening to us was the thing that kept him going until it didn't keep him going anymore, and he took his own life. And she phoned us up, and I'm so sorry I don't remember your name or your partner's name, It's just slipped my mind, I really apologise. But um, it, it, she phoned us up with such dignity to tell us that he had taken his life, but how important this show had been. Um, and there have been a few other, right? And too, too too many people die from it. So I was sharing this yesterday... Um, and then yesterday, John from Highbury called up. Right? John, 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 John's called up before, and we don't really get on very well, but, you know, that's fine. His, his, his politics are, 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 are completely different to ours. That's fine, OK? We were having a little bit of fun, just doing a little prank, where we pretended we couldn't hear him. Okay. We can't hear you, John. Sorry, what? Of course we could hear him. Right. So John came on, and we, we pretended we couldn't hear him. We said, call back, call back, call back. So John called back... Um, and said to that it didn't register with me straight away. Halfway through the call, it registered with me. It registered with you straight away, Catherine. But I, it was so abhorrent and so obnoxious. Just put the little warning by his thing now so it doesn't get on again. So obnoxious, so abhorrent, so disgusting, that I didn't want to believe that that is what had happened. It's also, It also is. Um, it's a hate crime, uh, encouraging someone to, to, to do that. I could actually go to the police, but I'm not going to. Basically, John said repeatedly, "Do it, do it, pull the trigger, shoot yourself, do it. It's your destiny." I've, I can I'm, I can feel myself shaking with with anger. At that <coughs> said, that to someone who who said that um, eight hours before they'd been suicidal. Do it, do it. Pull the trigger, shoot yourself, it's your destiny. Well, this is John's last call to this radio station. Good evening, John. You want to explain yourself, mate?
10: I just wanted to test the line
11: because he didn't hear. Obviously, you did hear, but you were playing the game. So I was playing your game. You number think one. it's, you point think point it's, no,
4: num- no, no, number one. We'll address these point points one, two. we'll address these points one at a time, John. You will address these points one at a time. You're in my house now, so take your shoes off, sit yeah. back and listen, buddy. Yeah,
6: you, you're there, there's, already.
4: Y- yeah, yeah, there's, by the way, you're never getting on this radio station ever again. We've made sure of that, okay? It's all right. It's shut fine. up, shut up and it's listen. Fine. Shut up and listen, you piece of trash, right? I you really it. think, you really think yep. that it's funny to say to someone... Who has confessed that a few hours earlier they felt suicidal? You, you, do, you think it's, do you think it's funny to say, do it, do it, pull if the trigger, you would, shoot yourself, it's your destiny? You yeah. think that's funny?
11: If you would give a chance to listen to what I wanted to tell you, that you told, you said before, Let's address
4: that, but well, what you said, you not, what you wanted, not what you
11: that wanted, not what you
4: wanted to tell me. John, when I'm talking, they can't hear you. When I'm talking, they can't hear you. It's just the way the system works. I'm not going to it's just the way it works. Forget I what you wanted it, to it, tell uh, me. Forget uh, what you wanted to tell me. Let's talk about what you did tell me. Do you really think that that's an acceptable joke?
11: 100%. With you,
10: yes. Okay, John. Well, listen. You hang uh, up on me if you want to have.
4: Uh, no, John. I don't uh, want to talk to you ever again. You're never getting on my show. You're never getting on this station. You're an obnoxious prick. There are people. 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 Good, because I think you're a piece of trash. You're worse than a piece of trash. I won't call you're a disgrace you a, have to have humanity. You're obnoxious. I what it
10: is. Have a safe life.
4: You are obnoxious. You're a piece of trash, you think that suicide yes, is funny you think that, that mental health is funny. You, you think that but, you, you sorry get what you deserve You get what, you deserve. Like you, get what you deserve go away. go away, John. Yep. You're, you're, you're a horrible little boy, not even a little boy because little uh, boys yeah, have got more sense. You're a dinosaur. You're, you're a dinosaur, very, you're obnoxious. you're offensive. Person. There are brothers. I've got brothers and sisters who are dying, oh. right and you're making jokes about it. You're making jokes about it.
12: Goodbye, John. You'll
4: never get on this station ever again. I can feel my... um, I'm furious. I'm furious because I can feel it going through my chest. I can feel my my chest beat, my head going like that. I'm furious. I can't speak properly. But I'm not going to let the fury out now because... I'm furious. But I'm not furious because of me because I'm in an all right position today. But I'm furious for people who will be listening. I'm furious for the people that we've had who've died that listened to this show. I'm furious and, and heartbroken for the people that, that kind of looked to this show as a little bit of light and, and it wasn't enough light. For whatever reason, that light went out or it wasn't big enough and they ended up taking their own lives. We've had a few. A few people that listened to the show, that young gentleman who made, um, uh, made the movies and came and, did a, came and performed with us at Performance Ring. We've had a few people. And you listening to this, you possibly know someone who, for whatever reason, found the weight, the crushing weight of existence, too much to bear. Um, I'm really sorry that you had to listen to John. I thought it was important we got him back on one more time, because I was really hoping he might apologise. But people like that don't. I don't wish him any ill. I don't wish any of the burdens that people with mental health, I don't wish any of that on him, because it's horrible, it's torture. It's prison. Um John, I forgive you. I wish you peace and I forgive you. But you won't be coming on this show or this station ever again.
6: Let's go to Peter. Good evening, Peter. Oh, hi Ian. Hello, Peter. What have you got for us tonight, Peter? Um, well we spoke last week and you said you're gonna give up the news, but it doesn't seem that you have, oh, but that's another story. Oh, nice. No, I haven't either.
4: Was right, we were gonna give yeah. up the captain. You were supposed to remind me, hmm.
5: oh, I yeah. forgot as well. I've oh. had a sleep since then. <laughs>
6: <laughs> we forgot, Peter. <laughs>
8: I'm really
6: yeah, sorry. Well, I, I, it's difficult for you in the job you do, you really need to be uh, current with the news. No, I could, I could, I could, I could do. It. I forgot, if I'm
8: honest. To be honest, the, okay. news,
5: the news I've been selecting isn't really news. I've got one about a mum who puts her youthful good looks down to using Savlon. I've got someone who's bleached mm. her vagina, and I've got a woman who sells pictures of her feet on the internet and makes quite a lot of money out of it. That's not really news, is it? That's just tit. Well, I,
6: I would argue that it's it's more valid than people talking about Brexit. and you know, immigration, because that's just a load of nonsense. It's, I want to know bleach vaginas. Well, yeah, or bleach feet, bleach toes. I don't know about the bleach other thing you just mentioned. I'm a it's... bit old-fashioned, but, um, <laughs> you know, uh, what is news anyway? You know, it's just... Uh, oh. It depends what you think is important. If if you think people dying their feet is important, right. it's more important than Brexit, so it is.
4: I think J-Lo wearing a green... Half of a green cloak and nothing else is important.
6: Well, that's fair enough. I, I barely know who she is. I know she's a big celebrity, but, you know, my my sister likes all that sort of stuff, but I think she could be doing a lot worse of being interested in oh. sort of nitwit celebrities. Uh, Peter, we've got to go to the news. Have, have you got... Do okay. you want come, do, are we done? Do you want to come back? Uh, no, because... Uh, no, that'll do me for now. May so. God
4: bless you, Peter. Um, 03444991000 coming up after the news we got a bleach vagina on the radio.
0: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee
2: on Talk, talk radio. radio. We have ways of making you talk.
3: She get out to see a friend, No, she stays at home alone. Beats like a bird and drinks like a fish. She can smile but she the we a gal, see a girl
4: Go wrong with a bit of the man from Del Monte. I mean, just what about
8: 0344
4: 4991000? What is it, Thursday now? Yeah, I'm giving a talk tomorrow at my boy's school. Right now, my boy's cool with it now. My eldest, the eight year old, it's for like years um, t- three to six or something like that. I don't know. And my, my eldest was not keen, to start with. You mustn't talk about me, you can't look at me, you can't touch me. OK, fair enough. Wow. So I said, I'm good, actually going to stand up and sing a song. That's my little baby boy over there, and I love him so much. Give him a kiss and a cuddle every day. He sits on my lap and I read him stories. Gonna do can't do that. Can't do that. I won't do that. So then I was, I was sat with him tonight, and I said, oh, don't forget, i to be at your school tomorrow, giving a talk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have you, uh, he says to me, uh, have you done a, power? you got a PowerPoint? I went, huh? <laughs> have you got PowerPoint for it? Talking about work and jobs and stuff. I said no. If any of the uh, any of the other parents had PowerPoints, yeah, they all have. You've not got one. No. Should I? D-? I said to him, should I do one? He said, Well, it's up to you.
5: <laughs> yeah, but I bet all the other parents have got really boring jobs that need illustrations. Well, one of them's a pilot. Okay. <laughs> Oh, he stitched you
4: right up. Oh. stitched me right up. Oh, I 344 is the telephone number. Tell us about our, our guest that we've got okay. next. I'm intrigued by this. This, is, this could be the future Here's the of thing. vaginas. Here's
5: the thing, gentlemen. Right, um, The woman who is in your life, whether she is your mother, your sister...
4: Don't make me think of my mum's vagina. All right, well, don't then. Stop. You put my mum's vagina in my head. Recoil. I can't stop thinking of my mum's vagina. Stop thinking
5: about that. Now I'm thinking about it. I don't even know your mum. Anyway, I bet
4: she's got a great vagina. We,
5: oh, God. She's my mum. We,
4: <laughs> I love her. I love everything about her.
5: The stop, and everything. Stop. So. You know, it, it, it's only polite to keep yourself tidy in various areas, right? Well, it is now. i block my I've... eyebrows so they don't join together. When
4: I was growing up, 70s and 80s and early 90s, it wasn't. No one, no one really, there was no real kind of sculpturing going yeah. down and there. And
5: now, you know, you, there's fashions. First time I saw a shaved
4: um, downstairs. A shaven haven. I, I, was, I, was, I was like, what is, what is this? But as you know now, Catherine, and I, I, I keep trying to show you, I'm a shaver. I'm a raver and I am a shaver.
5: Well, there's a little image for everyone who's yeah. stopped thinking about Ian's mum's uh, nether that's regions. Vagina, in my head now. Right,
4: right. Now I'm thinking of her vagina and my genitals. Anyway,
5: I thought I was pretty well kept. You know, I like a tidy workspace and I, and I, I advocate such yep. uh, behaviour. But it would appear I've missed a bit.
4: Yeah. <laughs> you missed a bit just there.
5: <laughs> because our next guest um, went for a procedure that I didn't think was possible.
4: Well, let's should we Hello talk? Tracy. Let's let's speak to Tracy Kiss and find out. Hey. Evening, Tracy, how are you doing?
13: You guys are making me chuckle. Well <laughs> pretty I, intense. Stop I'm, thinking about
5: his mother's bits, please. I
4: am gonna go straight in there, Tracy. No. No, steady. Go in there. Go in there. How is your vagina looking these days? What an opening question to a guest. Absolutely. I mean go on. I, what? I feel about ten years younger. <laughs> really? Absolutely. What have you had done? Tell me tell me what you've had done and what was the thought process building up to it?
13: Yeah, no, um, well, I've just had my 31st birthday, uh, and you kind of get to that point where you just think, do you know what, I'm not in my 20s anymore. Yeah, yeah. Quite surprising, you know, kind of midlife crisis kind of time. Uh, And celebrating my first anniversary with my boyfriend, I kind of thought, well, what can I do to feel young again? You know, like how can I regain that kind of energy? Uh, And I think a big part of, of feeling good is looking good and having body confidence. Definitely. You know, what's more body confident than your genitals towards your partner? So, um you know, why not make the most of them and keep them as useful and, useful. and firm as possible for as long as possible? Yeah, yeah. um And it's something that is actually amazing that I recommend everyone should try. Okay, we've so had bleaching, sometimes it's called
5: whitening, although I'm imagining they don't change it to a color that's completely different from what the surrounding area would be.
13: Uh, no, you can't smirk your vagina. <laughs> Um, but, there, you know, it's quite deceiving with the word bleaching. There's no bleach involved. It Thank was, God. Yeah, thankfully it's a laser, so it's a, Ooh,
4: a, a... Like in that James Bond film where it's going up <laughs> in... So how did you... Did you did, did you run through a list of other things you might want to do, like get a tummy tuck or a boob lift, or and you just went, no, oh, I'm going to go for the vagina?
13: Well, that's the thing. Like, I'm into bodybuilding, so... Right, OK, so you're buff. Lead a healthy lifestyle, yeah. yeah work out with the weights. Um, do loads of sit-ups a day, you know, so you do everything you can to to look your best.
4: Yeah, oh, I know that. I, yeah, me, same here. <laughs> same, same here is what I'm doing all the time.
13: Yeah, so you so you went for this procedure, and you went in a lunch hour. Oh. I did, and I actually, I actually took my boyfriend with me, which was really nice, um, and I said to him, like, hey, do you know what, I've got a, a procedure booked in today... If you want to come along we'll go shopping afterwards I love it I love David, it you know it's really nice
4: Did he sit in with you was it what 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 is it like is it I, I'm, this I, I'm not taking the mic now We've got our tongues in our cheeks slightly obviously but I'm obviously. genuinely I'm fascinated Is it you kind of go in and there's stirrups and there's the, 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 there's a guy with a white coat pointing a laser at you How does it work <laughs>
13: It's he's, nothing like Austin Powers he's, okay. he's like miming a
5: laser but it looks like a massive bazooka thing. <laughs> I imagine it's something all. quite small Yeah
13: no what it's we're it's talking about It's actually smaller than, you know, a personal toy would be. Um, Very similar to having a smear test. Um, Okay. Inserted inside, and the laser then pulses and stimulates collagen within the vagina. Um, And it's called a rejuvenation. It helps to renew cells. It helps with elasticity, loss of moisture. Um, It corrects dryness or itching and symptoms from... When women go through the menopause or they've had mm. children, they lose sensation. It just rebuilds and rejuvenates everything. One it...
4: second, sorry. Are you sorry? Mm-hmm. I naively thought it was just the outside of your vagina that you're having bleached or brightened or rejuvenated. You're saying it's the inside as well.
13: Yeah. So yeah. I had a, a dual procedure, which is the whitening yeah. to the outside and tightening to the inside. Uh, which is a rejuvenation. So wow. it's actually two separate procedures that I had done at the same time. Um, you know, in for a penny, in for a pound.
5: <laughs> was there any well part well of the procedure, Tracy, or any part of you that was think uh, <laughs> obvious part of you, was there any moment where you were lying back there with the man with the, or the woman with the laser doing their thing, thought, oh, I should have just bought myself a new top? <laughs> oh.
13: I don't- It's one of those things that you see in the media. You see celebrities having these treatments, and you just think, I wonder what that's like. And, you know, after having children, I have two children of my own, I always thought, wouldn't it be nice just to feel what it's like to not have had children? Um, And I'm sure like you know, most women, they get to a certain age or they have babies. You're on a trampoline at a birthday party, and you just think, like, oh, my God, I'm going to pee myself. (laughs)
4: I, I I did my back-in. I didn't pee myself, but I did do my back-in on a trampoline a few months ago. I'm never doing that again.
13: Wouldn't it be nice if it wasn't like that?
4: Yeah, yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah, totally.
13: Yeah, and there's this whole thing about pelvic floor health, how you have to do, you know, your exercises. People don't really know how to do it. Um, stress incontinence can happen to anybody at any age. Yeah, yeah. This kind of corrects so many different ailments in that area that we just really leave alone. Can
4: I... Can I ask something? If this is too personal, then tell me to jog on. But a, okay, thank you. You talk about the tightening. Mm-hmm. Did your boyfriend, your partner, the um, next time you had sex, go? Oh yeah, I can feel that. Yeah, yeah.
13: really. Yes. Wow. That's the most exciting thing. So yeah. he's actually um, quite well endowed. So Good it's lad. Not an issue for us, um, but more so, he was like, "Oh my god, that's different." So <laughs> the whole time that we've been together. Brilliant. He, he's only ever known it to be one way. Yes. So for it to be a different way is amazing. Isn't that funny?
4: Isn't that funny? Yeah. Um, and is it? And here's the thing, right? Because we, I'm giggling like a schoolboy. But that's <laughs> kind of, um, that's kind of a. We, we try and talk about sex on this show, but it's difficult to do it without giggling and stuff. But that's a very British thing. I bet if we were in America doing this, it'll be be like so, um, can you tell us exactly uh, the pigment change in the shade of your vagina, you know, it'll be a proper (laughs) serious discussion, it's very British isn't it, to kind of giggle and and smirk at this kind of stuff when actually, if it's making you feel better, if it's uh, bringing you and your partner closer together
5: then (laughs) it's brilliant. Here was my reservation about it, right, I think that women in particular are made to feel more sheepish about their vaginas than they need to be, right? There's loads of products kind of convincing you that somehow it's not, it's not up to, you know, exposure and you need to sort yourself out because it's, it's a problem. So mm. when I heard about, like, bleaching, I was thinking, first of all, the word bleaching, flipping heck. Sounds scary, doesn't and, it? Yeah, and then secondly, I was thinking, what? so what people have got complaints about what colour it is now. For God's sake, one more thing to worry about. But actually, if you're talking about you know, some sort of, I mean, non-surgical procedure that makes you feel better about yourself and it's about, you know, avoiding, um, you know, wetting yourself and all that sort of stuff, Mm. then, yeah, that's different, Mm -hmm. isn't it? Rather than going, oh, what have I done? Uh, You know, I've sorted my boobs out, I've sorted my hair out, oh, this whole thing needs smartening up. It's it's (laughs) not not like that, is
13: it? No, absolutely. Well, think of it like a bunch of grapes. If you were to, you know, have a glass of wine and some grapes and cheese and bread... Really random. Well, you wouldn't go for the wrinkly grape at the bottom of the mouth. <laughs>
4: nice. I'm sure your grape has never been wrinkly.
13: But you know, with age, skin yep. does get thinner. Well, uh, it wrinkles, and you know, especially in genitalia, it darkens with age um, because the pigment comes through with delicate skin. On your face, you have dark circles under your yeah, eyes. Yeah. So you look in the mirror and you think, oh, God, I look so but,
5: tired. I'm pretty sure your okay. boyfriend wasn't recoiling in horror the way it was before. He's not complained about it. That's not what made you feel like you wanted to change things, is it?
13: No, absolutely not. No, he's he's never made me feel that there was anything wrong nor that I needed to change. But mm. at you, the same time, I think, you know, you could put on nice underwear and even if nobody sees it, you're wearing it under your you clothes. You feel yeah. Yeah, I know I what you feel, mean.
4: feel you mentioned You, feel you. you mentioned um, cheese and grapes and know, wine. Let's go back to the cheese.
13: <laughs>
4: Do you still drink your friend semen? <laughs> what? It, my, my boyfriend's semen it's now. It's your boyfriend like... semen now. Sorry, someone just sent me a link saying, uh, uh, ask if this is still a thing. I've, I've got a story from last year. Sperm smoothies give me an energy boost, and there's a picture of you.
13: Absolutely. Um, I think, you know, it affects different people in different ways. Um, my partner actually gets quite tired when he's ejaculated, whereas... It really energises me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you think it's, it's full of natural uh, multivitamins. It's a way to relax. It's a way to sleep better. Uh, it has everything in there to boost the immune system for humans. So when we turn to, say, cow's milk to feed babies, yeah. actually breast milk from a mother is, is far more beneficial because it's made for humans. For humans, of course it is, yeah. yeah. Uh, the same can be said for male ejaculation. You know, It's not made for babies, obviously. No,
4: um, definitely no. Just for anyone listening...
13: No. Yeah, absolutely. No. Don't feed it to babies. No. Um, but for partners after intercourse, once that's absorbed, it, it has a beneficial effect on is you. Is that
4: scientifically proven, or, or, or is there data to back that up, or is it just your experience?
13: Well, my experience also. But there there are studies into the benefits right. of is within semen, um, and again down to the lifestyle. You know, if it's somebody that's drinking alcohol and smoking, yeah constantly, they're not going to have it as quality semen as somebody that's leading a healthy, active lifestyle. Yeah. There are proteins and, and vitamins in there that we need on a daily basis.
4: Daily, so, gosh.
13: You know, a multivitamin or, or take your partner's semen.
4: Um, Isn't it funny, because I, I was thinking about this the other day, that, this, that humans are made weirdly in that when when a man has, has ejaculated, there mm-hmm. are chemicals are fired off in his brain that sends him to sleep, but when a woman has orgasmed, it's the opposite. There are chemicals that are, like, keeping her awake and kind of buzzing and stuff. Mm,
13: yeah, absolutely. It, it does give me so much energy. And I think on a daily basis, orgasms help you to relax. Yeah. You, you feel good. You're, you're less stressed. There's dopamine in the brain. Um, and it's just a way to have a positive boost. Um, and I think, you know, half the world's problems can be solved with more intimacy between couples.
4: I'm just looking at. Oh, hang on, sorry. I'm just looking at a picture of you spooning. Is that what you're spooning into your mouth in yes. this picture? Okay, good for you. Um, it also, this. Are you still a vegan? I am. Yeah. Are you? Because I'm. Listen, I'm not. I'm a meat eater. I was a vegetarian for a long, long time, and I started eating meat about four or five years ago. But I'm really surprised mm-hmm. that all of the. Um, there seems to be a lot of casual abuse. Of vegans, I mean, there's this big story about the guy that made a joke, and should he have left his job or not? I don't know. But, yeah. but 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 around that story, the conversation around that story, including on this station, there's a lot of casual abuse of vegans. And I might have done it a few years ago. I'm I, I'm a little bit wiser and a bit more clued in now. But, well, but vegans are weirdos, and how do you know someone's a vegan? Well, they always tell you about it. Well, listen, yeah. I don't I don't get it. If people have made I got a lot of respect for vegans. I don't think I could live like that. Certainly not at this point in my life. But if someone has made that conscious decision that that's how they want to live, mm-hmm. I don't. I just wondered how you felt, uh, uh, Tracy, about the the kind of jokes and the flack that vegans seem to get.
13: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I you know I do have a sense of humour when it, it comes to veganism because, as you say, you are kind of treated like a bit of a weirdo. Yeah. So whenever I eat out in a group or I go to a restaurant. I say, sorry, do you have a vegan menu? And, you know, they look at me and just think, what? So the first thing I say is, oh, it's okay, there's a car park, I'll go and eat some grass. Well, so you kind of have to have a sense of humor. Yeah. There are some really crazy vegans out there, to be fair. Um, but my kind of approach towards it is each to their own. You can give people health advice, or you could say this is why I've chosen to do this. But at the same time, don't make people feel bad for having no. an opinion. Um, and, you know, if somebody could eat a steak in front of me and I wouldn't, try and knock it off the table and bury it yeah. you know, i would just say enjoy your meal um and i think it's the kind of the minority that are very into veganism that they are so intense that they kind of want to protest and yeah. steal animals um you know if they're very passionate about something i, them, I yeah. think that's a good thing but equally then the people who kind of just go about their day living the lifestyle that they choose to without putting it in people's faces they kind of then get a bit of a a bad name for the kind of extremism mm. around veganism, um, but then equally, you know, things have to change. If there's cruelty and suffering, if there's bullying or there's misuse of things, mm. we hope that justice would prevail eventually. So, you know, in in doing what they're doing and in being as vocal and as outrageous as they are, um, you know, perhaps that will save lives. Mm. Um, that's just not something that I would personally do. I'm happy to eat my vegetables and keep quiet about it rather than, you know, try to enrol as many as possible.
4: Um, Tracy, it's so nice to talk to you. Thank you so much. You've, you've taken our schoolboy and schoolgirl humour on the chin, um, <laughs> if you will. And, um, uh, you know, I think you've given us a lot to think about. Don't you think, Kath? Yeah, definitely. Um, if you, and listen, I know you're a personal trainer. Have you got a website or something that you want to send people to? You can give yourself a plug if you want.
13: Oh, thank you. Yes, it's just tracykiss.com, um, and you can find all of my things on there. I'm sure if you Google me, you will probably find some more exciting things. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, listen, Tracy, it's been so nice talking to you. You can come on anytime you want. We'll, we'll, we'll talk again at some point.
13: Thank you. I'm going to dream about your mum's vagina now. <laughs> oh, no!
4: We're back there again! Thank you, Tracy. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. That was good. I enjoyed that. Uh, this is Talk Radio. <laughs>
2: The radio show for people who know the
0: best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. If you want to follow Tracy on
4: Twitter, at Miss Tracy Kiss, and it's Tracy without an E, at Miss MissTracyKiss, 03444991000. Good evening, Susan.
14: Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Catherine. Susan Hello.
4: finishing off a little drink there. After that last conversation, we won't ask what it is.
14: Um, well, I thought, like yourselves, I thought Tracy was very interesting She's and a very lovely. lovely lady. Delightful. Very lovely.
4: Absolutely delightful.
14: Very. Mm. And I thought the subject was very interesting, what she was speaking about. Would you bleach your one... vagina? No, I'm just coming to that. The, 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 the laser pen that went inside mm. to tighten the walls. Yes. That sounds very exciting for ladies, yeah. but um... this
4: is the noise it makes you know. as well while it's uh, while it's going on. <laughs> that's, that's, oh, yes, that's all. The, that's all the clag coming off.
5: Oh, stop it! <laughs> clag. <laughs>
14: Funny, aren't you, I Ian?
4: am, yes I am. See, Susan says I'm funny, Catherine, so it must be true. And,
14: and Catherine's funny to, well, to be she must be funny as well, to be sitting next to you. Mm, yeah, yeah, you'd think so, but no. Putting up, no, she's
4: you. not. <laughs> she's not funny. I'm the funny one.
14: But but the the other but the thing is, so that was the inside of the vagina, but I still don't understand what they used to
5: bleach. The colour of the vagina. What did. Because I missed it. I didn't. No, don't. Because (laughs) there'll be someone at home thinking, I can't afford that. I'm going to use that. I think it's all don't part of the same procedure. Lasers. Okay, okay. Lasers. But I mean, I don't think the pigment the pigment
14: fades, does it? I don't think. Well, the well here's fades, the
4: thing, no. funny enough, and by the way, don't do, you know, oh. if you're going to do it, go, seek a seek a oh, medical yeah. or someone no, from no, Craigslist. I, no. But um no, we talked the other week about um the, the penis bleaching or penis oh. lightening because really? the penis gets darker and it's true. <laughs> the penis gets <laughs> <laughs> darker. My penis is darker than it used to be. I take a picture of my penis every day, and if I go back to, let's say, June the twelfth, um, two thousand and fourteen, no, it's, it's, back, it's really. darker than it is I've
5: today. I've seen. I've it, seen the file. It's, it's like doesn't... a Dulux colour chart. Mm. It's mm. changing. <laughs> <laughs>
14: Catherine, has, pa- has your partner's penis darkened? <laughs>
4: That's a question i wanted to ask her for so long and I've never
14: had
5: the guts. Probably, yeah. It's been quite a while since well, I've seen it in the daylight. Well, I'll tell you a little secret. Oh. Um,
14: is this if go? if you... Because um, <laughs> I, I, I worked on a maternity unit for a little short time. Yeah. And our beautiful Asian ladies and our beautiful black ladies... Oh, yeah. When, it, when you part them open, they're pink inside... Did you know that, Catherine? Did yeah, you know that, Ian? I, I did know that. Yeah, and it's it's very pretty. It's like a little flower when it opens up. But also, did you know that in the Middle East, um, gentlemen, they like their ladies to be shaved?
5: Did you know that?
14: I'm just
4: wondering how much of this we're allowed to broadcast and how much of it is incredibly offensive.
5: It's only body parts, for
14: heaven's uh, sake. Yes, it... Uh, so I that, d- can sit Yes, I did Considering what that. we've just, yep. considering what we've just been talking about, it's nothing. Um, no, it's nothing. You know. I have never Is seen it? inside
4: um, a person of colour's uh, uh, genitals. I never yeah, have. I know. Never have. It's,
14: it's pink. And, Maybe in a um, porno um,
4: once, but I don't
14: remember. Uh, uh, <laughs> so you know, that's that's okay. Now Thank the other issue I wanted to talk. By the, the way, about so
4: I'm talking this. to my, I'm talking tomorrow to a group of eight and nine mm-hmm. and ten year olds about what I do for no, a yeah, living. Yeah, don't what? play them this. Do I, yeah, do I take in a clip of this? This is what I do, guys. We talk oh, about no. black ladies' vaginas.
14: Oh no! You must have do no. that. No, not for children. Not for you children. wouldn't do that.
4: Inappropriate. In Inappropriate.
14: Um, but you, I can't believe it. And on a serious note, Seriously? on a very serious note here, yes. that you, you have you really felt suicidal in your life? Yes. Oh, yes. Of course I have. Yeah, lots of times. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Can't believe that because so, you're so you're just so funny and so uh, uh, so, clever oh, and oh, so clever and so so happy.
5: You know, I can't. Un- I can't understand. Oh it. no, he can be a right miserable shot. <laughs> Shut dog. up! What is that? What is that? Shut <laughs> up! He can. We all have our moments, don't we? Of course
14: we do. But I just want to say, I just want to say to anybody who's listening, um, I, I have, I have often had very, very sad thoughts and um, desperate thoughts. And to anybody listening out there, please, please do not.
4: Don't. Give ejaculate to babies.
14: No, do not commit suicide, please. No,
4: that, that as well. we a lot of good advice please. tonight.
14: Please stay strong, please. Yeah. Please. Because I mean, it's then.
4: not the answer. <laughs> one the Samaritans are great. We should give out. We should have given out the number after John's call. I tweeted mm. it one one six one two three Samaritans. Mm. It's free. You can call them twenty four hours a day. It's anonymous. Uh, they don't see your phone number. You can give them a fake no. name. You can. You can. They're not in your yeah. area. They used to be. They're not yeah. now. One one six one two three. Save your life.
14: I, I I just don't want anybody to commit suicide. No, I don't. It's, I it's, don't. This, you know, it, it's just its too sad, no. and I just want everybody to battle on It is a battle. No. I battle with it myself, no. but we mustn't do it, no. you know, and I just want people to to know that. You're a good just human
4: being, on. Susan. You're a good human being, and we need more good human I beings. Be. Um, I try to be. I try to be. I try
14: to be. But it is a struggle, no. Ian, isn't it? It's can a you, struggle. Can you, can you just tell me
4: again how funny I am?
14: Mm. Very funny. You, you
4: cracked me up. Susan, thank you very much indeed. And uh, maybe one day I'll get to see your um, bleached
14: vagina.
5: Oh, stop it. What? Come on.
4: Um, speaking of uh, those, it's Nigel. Oh, uh, how
1: are you? Hello, Nigel. Um, I was watching Naked Attraction earlier. I
4: bet you oh, were, was. mate.
1: Well, I didn't like it. I, I turned it off straight away. Right. Come on, boom. Did I
4: they start with Willy's or willies or doodas? No,
1: it started with willies. <laughs> Started with That's weird, why you I turned thought, it off. I thought it was gross. So I didn't like it at no, all. No, no, no. What? Fancy making a program of showing you bits and pieces? It's no, <laughs> no. bits and pieces,
4: bits and um, all the pieces, bits and pieces. <laughs> Mama's gonna <laughs> love you to that the end of song. time. That's what I thought. All the
1: pieces. Yeah, who played that song? That group? Was it what, the Searchers? It? No, there was a drummer. A drummer. That Dave Clark it. Five.
4: Dave Clark Five.
1: Dave Clark Five who played the drum. He was brilliant, wasn't he? Brilliant. He's
4: arrogant. Yeah. No-one liked him. No-one liked no, he, he Dave was really Clark a, Five. I
1: think he was really a good drummer, at really, but he, he, of course, he had to sing while he was playing the drum, so he couldn't put so much in.
4: Yeah, I don't know you if he's a great he, dum- drummer either. You didn't count him as a good
8: drummer? Not really, no. He's very... All the pieces, bits and pieces.
4: Dum, dum,
1: dum, 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 Catch thing, us if you yeah. can. Yeah. <laughs> That's
4: them. That's the Dave Clark <laughs> fight. The
1: Small Faces. Did you remember The Small Faces? I do. I like
4: The Small Faces. Great band. So, the group,
1: The Small Faces. Oh, not The Group.
4: No, know I was thinking of The Band.
1: Yeah, the band, that's why... Oh,
4: the band were great, I love the band. The band, the band, with Robbie Robertson.
1: Are they still playing? They're dead,
4: they're dead. They're all dead, oh. apart from the oh, drummer. Uh,
1: Ari- sorry, Ariana Grande was on the TV earlier. Did you <coughs> get to see any of it, of it at all? I don't really watch it,
4: TV and I don't really watch young pop stars because I'm no, not that no, but I, As I'm inclined.
1: a fan of my she's a friend of Miley. I thought I'd watch, watch her sing, see what her singing's like. Okay. It's a completely different style of singing to Miley's country and western. It's, it's basically pop all the time. I don't know? think
4: you can call Miley Cyrus country and western. Come on, Well, man. She's
1: singing more country now than anything than she was. She's done, yeah, a little bit, but that's
4: not proper, that's not Not proper country, country. no. No, no, Not proper country. That's not
1: proper. Um, um, Right, on my Facebook, I've got a song you haven't heard, I found on YouTube, it's The Wrecking Ball by... Hang on a minute,
4: what is this? this? Can I read you something? Billy has sent me this and I don't know what it means. Yeah. The next time you hear from Nigel from Maidstone, please can you tell him to stop telling folk on Facebook he has cancer?
1: Uh, no, I haven't said that much. Only once. Well, well, hang on a minute. Only once? Yeah, but I, I thought I had it, but I've just, I've, I don't think you I had it. You decided you've not had oh, oh, is that because of the thing on the WhatsApp?
4: Oh, OK. Well, is, this, it, is that
1: all... Oh, all right, there's Cleared so many... Um, on Facebook, I've got friends that are quite ill, so i was been speaking to my friend. I won't say who it is. No. And uh, I told him he felt sorry about my mum, I and mean, he sent me prayers. He sent healing out. He sent me some prayers out for my mum. And also, he's quite ill himself, and I and I feel so sorry for him, you know.
4: <laughs> yeah, well,
1: <laughs> and, life and, and life sucks. It's a, it's a difficult world to live. It's difficult with all these things going on. It is hard
4: um, on the boulevard.
1: Yeah, and and I had a, hundred, a thousand pound bill coming today, which has got to be looked at by the ward, and she's going to help me. Now,
4: how much? Because I heard you talking to Christophe yeah. ass the other day. Yeah. Um, And I was confused. uh, 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 Is there anyone other than the warden? Because you said the warden was taking your bills uh, and then not giving them back to you.
1: Well, she rang me today and said, don't go to the Citizens Advice Bureau. That seems like crazy
4: advice. That seems like crazy uh, advice.
1: Yes. Well, um, I just have to see what she does. But if I I still have to continue paying a lot of money, I'll have to... um, And are you paying this money... money.
4: Do you give this money to the warden to pay the bill?
1: No, no. No, she she'd asked me to pay it into the post office or whatever.
4: Okay, well that's something. But yeah. here's the thing: if you want to go to the if you want to go to the Citizens Advice, yeah, then you go to the Citizens Advice. No one can stop you doing that.
1: I've already been. Yeah, I've already been once, okay. and later to come back. But now yeah. I've got the bill. The bill came in today. I can take the bill to them if I want to. Okay,
4: I, here's the thing: I but, think there's way there's way more going on than you yeah. are able to comprehend and share with us. And I appreciate well, I that it's think, a big confusing thing. No,
1: no, no. Thing. I think people get. Paid for for making people spend their, spend their
4: real bills, you know. Yeah, well, so, I just I just think there's more going on than your 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 brain is able to convey to us, and I think it creates a confusing picture, and that we don't I've have the got, full. No,
1: I've, I've sorted out most of the bills. I've only got the electricity bill to sort out and the gas bill, which is one bill for a thousand pounds at the moment.
4: I'm thinking, uh, Nigel. Yeah, yeah. If I started a crowdfunding,
5: yeah,
4: to buy my best friend. A bleached vagina. I don't want
5: a bleached vagina. My vagina's oh. is perfectly fine. Did I say? Fine.
4: Did I say it was for you? Could well, be for Sam. Have you
5: been watching that program?
1: Mm.
4: Mm. Uh, um, I'm just thinking oh, yeah. if everyone chipped in, like like a quid. Mm. Well, how much is it to cost to bleach them? A, a...
1: Does Catherine want to
5: get it done? No, I don't.
4: Do, do, yeah. But if it was a present, you would have to. I
5: wouldn't.
4: Yes, you would. I'd, I'd, I'd rather have the money. I? I wonder if I could buy a box on eBay that a little laser myself. Oh right. <laughs> I, I, I reckon, I reckon I could build a laser to clean your uh, foof.
1: Flipping heck, mate. So Lady was right. Ian, what you think about that. Don't, don't kill yourself when you're depressed. That's the, I, That's I, it. I felt, I felt like doing this a lot of times. Yeah, because, I know. You know, because of losing mum, and I and I, I I I find something to do, and then I forget it. You know, and I, I find something to take my mind off it, um, which is good. Ian? Yep, 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 yeah Yep, 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 yeah. yep, yep, yep. Yeah, uh, I do get the, the suicidal feelings quite often at the moment, but I, 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 I find things to do like have exactly. something to eat, and then ha- it, and then have
4: I it. I had a nice ham um, sandwich today.
1: Ham I much milk pudding, a big bowl of milk pudding. Ooh, we'll listen to you. Yeah, it's nice isn't it rice pudding actually, rice oh,
4: pudding. Right. Well, I feel we're we're, we're veering um, off it when we're when we're discussing your puddings. Yeah. I feel maybe we've gone a bit too far. So uh, uh, I-,
1: I wanted you to hear that song so on Facebook. I can't. It, I, I, I oh. well I.
4: I prefer yeah, it when you see... It's, say, it's I pref- a new one. Yeah, I pre- well, oh, all right. It, it, it's
1: Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus. No-one's heard it before. I've
4: heard Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus.
1: Not, by, not when I, the way I sung it. <laughs>
4: yeah, I bet, flipping it.
1: <laughs> no, but I've it, got the tune right, all the tunes right, but it just sounds like a completely different tune. <laughs> all right, here we go, here we go, here
4: we go, here we go. Oh, <laughs> nice but it won't forever. this is Frank Spencer. Frank
1: Spencer, Spencer saying... Oh, yes. Hello. <laughs> Hello, the Here's, the
4: thing. Here's the thing. I know this is going to sound. This already it sounds echoey and reverby. This is going to sound, sound awful. In, it does
1: sound good when I do. All right, right, here you we go, let's Can you run it forward? Good. Never sorry, sorry, mate. Do wrecking ball. I do, not in Frank Spencer's voice. We're going to do wrecking ball now. Betty, Betty said I should do wrecking ball. <laughs> <laughs> here, we, here we go with wrecking ball. Oh. Got it all mixed up. We can chain, change where hearts in vain we jump, we never ask why we kissed and fell under your spell I love never can deny Don't you ever say I just walk away I will always
4: love you okay, let's have a moment of sincerity. That sounds great, you got a great voice. I but I um I, uh, I don't like watching videos of you, Nigel, and I'll tell you why.
1: Uh, the, the middle part, I get no. the middle part right.
4: I you, am um, going to say something, because yeah. I have to say it. I, I don't like watching videos of you, Nigel, and I will tell you no. why.
1: I came in like a wrecking Jesus ball. Christ, I man. got that part right in the I'm going to tell you like, like, why, because
4: right, okay. I think you are a precious, vulnerable soul, and <laughs> I see videos of you, and I worry about you, and I worry about oh. how you're coping with life, and I worry about who's going to look so after you. At
1: least you. It, takes me, it keeps me occupied. Exactly. I, make the I think it's
4: great that you do it, but I struggle, to, I struggle to watch videos because it reminds me that and you it, are very it, vulnerable.
1: It, it's, good to be, it's good to be different as well, isn't it? It really is.
4: It really, really different. is. I've heard that from you from hang three. in there, Nigel.
1: Well, I, um, I tried to... I, ring, I rang you to cheer myself up because mm. I'm sitting here, you know, still thinking about Mum. Go and have a ham sandwich.
4: Go and have a ham sandwich.
1: No, 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 no. Yes, oh, yes, really? yes, yes, yes.
4: Listen, um, I'm gonna, Nigel, I'm going to let you go, man. It's nice to yeah. talk to you. See you later. Okay,
1: nice to Bye-bye. talk to
4: you. Um, I can't watch videos of him because I, it just brings home. It's more obvious when you see him that he is a vulnerable, mm-hmm. um, precious soul that needs someone, in my opinion, to look after him. We all need someone to look after us. We all do, Right. But some people need looking after a little bit more than others, right? And uh, I think Nigel is one of those people that needs someone to put their arm round him and say, "You know what, Nigel, it's going to be all right. I am going to be with you, and I am going to cook for you, and don't you worry about these bills. I am going to sort these bills out. And you sing and you play your drums, you do your creative stuff, and maybe let's not go on Facebook quite as much." And um, and it worries me, it really worries me, that Nigel now his mum has gone, doesn't have anybody like that, he's got no family that talks to him, his brother doesn't talk to him and who knows why, I'm not going to judge his brother because I don't know the situation, I would imagine there are reasons Um, and um, you know this whole thing about the money the whole confusion about the bills and the funeral costs and the warden and the citizens advice and all of that Um, here's what I hope, I really hope that that, that he has not hit a rock bottom yet That he does hit a rock bottom uh, and that that rock bottom then allows him, then allows the uh, care system to move in and take control. Because it sounds like the care system, from what we're hearing from Nigel, we're getting like 8% of what's going on. It sounds like he's kind of not on their radar is a significant, in a significant way and I would like to hear that their radar has picked him up and is swooping in and is taking care of him.
5: The don't go to the Citizens Advice Bureau thing is weird to me but I wonder whether it's because they're looking after him, that he doesn't need to. What they're saying is you don't need to worry about that. It's all sorted. We just don't know. You know, the fact he's living in accommodation where there is a warden gives me some hope that someone's keeping an eye out for him. And
4: here's the thing, loads of people keep telling, sending me emails and tweets saying, can you do this about Nigel? Can you do a crowdfunding? Can you phone up the local... Th-? No, no, <coughs> I really, really can't because it's not my place and because th- there is nothing that Catherine or I could do to help the situation. I'm afraid, I'm afraid that this is something that Nigel has to go through and come out... The other side, so everyone's suggesting we crowdfund and we pay his bills and all of that. That's great. There's not something I'm going to get involved with because it, 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 it's just, it's not my job and it's not, it's, it, and it sounds heartless. We've helped other people, but I think that Nigel has to hit a rock bottom and has to be spotted by the authorities. It would
5: be a sticking plaster, wouldn't it? It wouldn't help him in the long run. Actually, what, yeah, what you're right. What needs to happen is that he needs to come to the attention of someone who can put something in place long term. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Um 03444991000. This is the late night alternative with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio.
8: Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation.
0: Make contact with Ian, Lee. the late night alternative with Ian
4: Lee
8: on Talk Radio.
4: 03444991000. DJ Doug Pound is coming on at midnight. Let's um, go through some calls first. Good evening, G.
11: Evening boss, evening boss said, how do you follow a call like that?
4: Um, You just get on and talk.
11: Well, I was going to, and I was going to do a stupid song, and then I decided not to. Okay. And I decided to actually just do something that I don't usually do and just open up and just say, I lost my dad a few years ago. No, I'm sorry about that, man. And I think I've lost my mum as well.
4: Oh. Now, what do you mean you think?
11: Because my mum and I fell out a few years ago. Yeah. I say a few. It's got to be about fifteen now. She um she did something that annoyed me to absolute yeah, and I just I I could never. Forgive her for it. And I've tried to get in touch with my family since and find out whether she's still alive because the last message that I got was the fact that my mum had got cancer and she was dying. And when I, stupidly, when I got that message, the person that relayed the message to me, the first words that came out of my mouth were, I
4: don't care. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've been there. I've been there. when my when I wasn't talking to my dad and I found out he had a heart attack. I was like, "Yeah, whatever."
11: And it it's kind of over the past couple of years I've kind of thought about it and thought, oh, "Why were you so stupid? Why why couldn't you show some some support?" For that kind of news, why couldn't you say, "Well, you know, give them my number. Let's get in touch." And- well, you
4: want? Um, Here is one of the things, right? When my uh, my dad left when I was fifteen, and me and my sister made the conscious decision: well, we don't want to see any side of that family ever again, any of that side of the family again, and. um... So, like ten or fifteen years later, my granddad died. Ten years later, my granddad died. Then a few years later, my nan died. I never saw them. I never saw them from the age of fifteen. I never saw them, or spoke to them. And that, and uh, you know, and I, I'm kind of over it. Over it is not right. I've kind of worked through it now, and I'm as all right with it as I can be. But yeah, that was one of the, that was the dumbest thing. Ever. You know, it wasn't... Like, there were reasons. There were reasons. But it was my nan and granddad, and I didn't see them from the age of 15 until they died. I didn't see them. And, um... Boy, that was a dumb mistake. How, um, definite are you that your mum is dead?
11: Well, I'm not definite at all. Then fine,
4: a, why don't you try and find out?
10: Oh i
11: message. Oh, I've, I've tried, boss, seriously. I've tried. I've got in touch with family members and said to them, you know, can you let me know if... Mum's okay, and they just come back with, we don't know. I mean, I don't have a, a number for her, and right. it's just, it's, it's it's one of those things. It, it didn't eat at me until a couple of years later when I actually sat down and thought, do you know what, G, you've probably lost your dad and your mum.
4: Well, here's the thing. You don't know if you've lost your mum. You need a definite answer one way or another. And if if she has passed, then you can, you know, kick yourself in the arse and, and you know, and punish yourself and all that stuff if that's what you want to do. I suggest that you don't do that and that you work through it. But she may actually not be dead. And um, there might be a chance that you could see her one more time. See,
11: this
1: is the thing. I don't know whether I want...
4: To or not. Well, no, but listen to what you just said. You're, you're worrying. I, I know,
1: exactly. You're worrying that she's
4: died and you've missed the chance to, to see her, but yeah. there is a chance that she's not
11: dead and you could still get the chance to see her. I could, yeah, I could. But it, it's... Have you ever been torn between two decisions? Yeah. Do you want to see this person? Do you not want to see this person?
4: When I saw, I didn't see my dad for years, and then I found loads of, I found a, a photo album and a watch that I knew meant a lot to him. So, and he was, he'd been a dick and all of this. And, uh, and so I got in touch and said, I've got a photo album and a watch. Do you want him back? And he said, Yeah. I said, Right, well, I'll meet you in London. And uh, I intended to meet him and tell him what a dick I thought he was and go through the whole list of everything that he'd done wrong, okay? And give him yeah. that stuff and then say, Now, F off. Yeah. And and I got there and I saw him and I hadn't seen him for a few years and he looked old, and I gave him his things and and I I did tell him everything I did tell him most of the things that I thought he'd done wrong, I also then told him, a few of the things that I had done wrong and I said you know what I forgive you, oh, it was the best thing the best thing I could have done I forgave him, um, and we had a nice chat and I said look I don't I don't want to call you dad for a while, I don't know what I want, but actually I might... It might be worth us opening up this line of communication and seeing where it goes. And then he got ill a couple of years later and he died, so that was that. But uh, I'm so glad I made peace with him before he died, cos I'd have been kicking myself. Then you've... There is still a chance that you might be able to do that. Or even if it's not making peace... Con- confront her and say, you did this, 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 and this, and that's why I've not been able to speak to you. Yeah. Don't You're carrying it around, man, you don't need to.
11: When I, when I lost my dad, I mean, I grew up, this is one of the things that I really, really detest yeah. my mother for. I was three when my mum and my dad split up. And when I was four or five, I can't remember which it was, but my mum actually told me that my dad was dead and he died of cancer. Yeah. And it wasn't until I was 16 that I actually found out from my grandma that my dad was actually alive and he only lived 10 miles away. Yeah. Now, I'd, I'd grown up grieving for my father and... When he did die a couple of years ago from what I was told he died of anyway, cancer, I lost the ability to grieve.
4: Yeah. But here's the thing. What, 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 I mean, we, the, the thing is, you we, were having a conversation on hypotheticals. You don't know if she's alive. Why don't you try and find out if she's alive and if she isn't? Just say, why did you do that? What was that yeah. about? That was weird. Why, was, why yeah. did you do that? And that's the reason I've not been able to talk to you because you did that. That was messed up. What were you thinking?
11: That that was really effed up. Why would why would why would somebody I don't know that I trusted tell me that?
4: I don't know. You have about, you have to you have to ask her. We'll
1: try that. But I d I don't get to ask her. <laughs> you don't what? I, I asked I asked her about twenty five years ago.
11: Twenty
4: five years ago, man. Twenty five years have passed. She might give you a different answer this time.
11: Um maybe
4: she would. No one's one's the same as they were 25 years ago.
11: I agree completely.
4: Exactly. Gee, um, you know, I think you should try and find out if she's alive, first of all, because you're having all these these hypotheticals and your brain is going out in an infinite number of directions um, and she might be dead, in which case that halves some of the directions, or she might be alive in which case that opens up a whole new set of um, problems and things to worry about. So I I would my suggestion, I can only suggest, is you go and find out. Google her! Google her! Facebook her! That's why you type her name into Facebook. There's a start. (laughs) Do you know
15: what, boss? I think I will.
4: Nice one, man. Let's know how it goes. Thank you very much, G. Let's go to Sheila. Good evening. You haven't got any pills of you, Catherine. Yes, I I have. I've got a blinding headache coming on. I can help you. Good evening, Sheila.
10: Hello. Hello, Sheila. Hello. Hello, Sheila.
1: Hello. I've got a similar... Turn turn the radio off. Thank you. I've got a similar situation. I grew up with a mum and dad, yeah five six brothers five 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 brothers and sisters yeah and I had a fantastic childhood yeah. we never had we never had much money but we we just had a great childhood yeah but when I was sixteen, I met my Husband's B. Yeah. He was fourteen. He's two years younger than me. uh Oh. Yes. And we've been together ever since. We've we've been married now for thirty five years. Lie me. Wowzers. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, just,
4: excuse me. I'm just having some aspirin while I'm talking to you. Go on.
1: I've got two fantastic daughters. Yeah. Five brilliant grandchildren. Wowzers. I, I grew up, like I said, in a, in a loving household. I had a mum and dad. But my husband... Yeah. His father left when he was four. Right. And it wasn't until my youngest child was two years old, which was nine, like 20-odd years after my husband had seen his oh. father. Yeah. And they... I tried to make it go but he he found us well he found us after we were looking for him yeah and uh it it, it just didn't work out because
4: no it doesn't always
1: no because no. my husband from the age of 16 he cuz like I said we we've been married all that time yeah. 34 years well 35 years now yeah but he this, this man turned up in our life one day after we had two children, and he was like, oh, I thought you'd been to university. Oh. And he made my husband feel so small.
4: I'd have, I'd have kicked him up the, up the arse and told him to get stuffed.
1: Yeah, but that's what I was like. I was, you know, we got married. He was 16, and we're still married. Yeah, that's He's great. Like, and he he just turned up in... Yeah. Nineteen ninety-three, I think it was. Yeah, my youngest child was eighteen months, and he was like, "Oh, I thought you went to university." Yeah, and he and he he just ruined our lives when he turned up.
4: Well, did you did you boot him out?
1: Well, yes. Good. We, there you go. Well we, done. Yeah, but he he just made my my husband, who'd done, you know, from. Mm-hmm. From like fifteen when we were together, he was fifteen. I was seventeen. He he worked all his life.
4: And your husband, <laughs> listen, Sheila. I got to go because we're going to the news. Your husband sounds like a good man. You sound like an excellent wife and a fantastic mother. And my husband is a fantastic man. I bet he is. I bet he is. And he you, is, you've been together thirty-five years. Than
1: his father ever was.
4: There you go. Well, Sheila, listen. I've got to go because if you want to call back in a little bit, because I've got a guest coming on, so I've got to kind of hit the news in time. You, but. Um, you sound like a great woman, Sheila, and I'm 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 pleased to hear that you and your husband are together after 35 years. Wowzers!
0: Um, DJ Doug Pound
4: coming up after this.
0: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee
8: on Talk Radio.
0: We have ways of making you talk.
7: There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road. It's where I'll. Always Tomorrow I'll just keep moving on Down this road that never seems to end When you adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel like that's Hobo style Maybe tomorrow i want to settle down Until tomorrow the whole world is my home so Keep moving on. There's a world that's waiting to unfold. A brand new tale no one has ever told. We've journeyed far, but you know it won't be long. We're almost there and we beat our bad with a whole song. Maybe tomorrow I want to settle down. No, no, no. Until tomorrow, I'll, I'll just keep, keep moving on. on.
0: Until tomorrow. You know I'm free to Let's call America. Let's call United States of America.
4: They're gonna call America and get our next guest up. Um, and I'm doing it in a rather shoddy way, because I heard his podcast the other day where he was doing a phone out. And it was shoddy. So I'm trying to make him uh, fail at home. Let's see, let's see if DJ Doug Pound is around. Oh, it's ringing. It's ringing. It's ringing. That's a bonus. Is that- hey. hey, is that Doug? Yes, it is. Hey, Doug, this is Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. You're live on talk radio in oh the my- UK. How are you doing, I'm man? Live. Oh,
16: you are. Yeah.
4: Are you driving?
16: Yeah, I'm doing great. I'm driving, but I, I, I'll be. I'm going to stop driving Jeez. in a second. This
4: is this is. Well, <laughs> th- hang on a minute.
16: This is kind of
4: what I expected from you. Is kind of just bumbling along and shoddy workmanship. Because I've been listening to your podcast, man. Oh yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I listen. No, no, no. Do think I listen? I'm a big fan. Oh, he's obsessed
5: with it, dog. Well, not obsessed. Let's not get. Cat- yeah, he's totally weird about it. Shut up. <laughs> um,
4: I, I've been listening a lot to it to a lot recently and I have just was listening today to an episode from a, maybe a, a few weeks ago where you were doing a phone out show where people had sent in their phone numbers and you were phoning out to to the callers the pound puppies you call them because the, the pound cast <laughs> is the podcast and the first call is this woman and she answers and he goes, hello, this is um, Doug Pound from the pound cast she goes, yeah, I'm working can you call back later?
5: Wow, rude <laughs>
16: <laughs> and they just puts the phone down on you. Yeah, it's unbelievable. These palm puppies are ridiculous. Um, hey, listen, man, it's so Very nice to true. talk to you. I,
4: I, I've been tweeting loads of your clips and loads of your videos and things today. Um, and I'm struggling. I don't know what I should describe you as, because you're a filmmaker, you do comedy, but it's not really stand-up. You do um, you, you're, you do editing, you do sound effects. You've got a great sound effect of a car going, the car door slamming shut there. Um, how do you uh, describe yourself?
16: Dog. Oh, um... <laughs> You know, I, I mean, I don't want to. Shit! Hold on, my <laughs> <laughs> uh, my alarm is going off now. Jeez, um, did we call you at the right time? This I... was the time we arranged, wasn't it? I, I, I it was. I'm sorry. I, I was actually shooting a video, and I and I was rushing back, and it went it went longer than than expected. That's, uh, all right, mate. That's but fine. I'm done now, and I'm I'm home, and everything's chill right now. Good. All right, chill. Everyone, but just how chill. Do I... I don't know. I, I, To be honest, I hate, like, describing myself. Yeah. You know, this, I just like to say um, I do comedy, you know. I just do comedy. I do funny stuff in in various uh, mediums. But, like, most of it is, like, you know, supposed to be funny. And it, it is yeah, funny. Me we,
4: we, we and Kath were watching some of your videos uh, today. Um
5: they're messed They're messed up. Would you say, Catherine? Well, I mean, the dark. The the second one I saw had the science penis, which you know wasn't oh, was yeah. the logical conclusion I was waiting for, but yeah. it was a good conclusion. Science I'm not penis. I'm not complaining about it. <laughs> uh, and then there was another one about um, about fluids in a pool. Yeah, so... Oh, this, yeah.
4: It, it, i tell you what is beautiful, right? And I love... I, I, I do want to talk about the editing, because I'm a bit... I, I found you <laughs> through Tim and Eric, and we had um, uh, uh, Tim and uh, Greg on, on this show last year when they came over. And my boys, who are very young, they're six and eight, I've started showing them bits of Tim and Eric, and then, then I'll have to pause it or fast-forward it, because it'll get really, really rude, right? <laughs> but the right, thing right. the thing they find the funniest is your work in it they love the freeze frames they love the zooming in they love the you know an inverted commas bad editing they love the sound effects like when someone's blinking and it'll make like a scratch they love all of that and (laughs) and and that's that's pretty much you isn't it on tim and eric doing that
16: well i i yeah i mean i did a lot of that for sure um there was a few of us that it is. John Kreisel, the director, uh, we all, uh, we just try to make each other laugh. And, you know, sometimes you got to add a little bit of spice. Well, the, the, the cool thing about that was I I would be, I've done videos. I've messed with like remixing commercials and like remixing footage and like before I ever met them. Yeah. So when I, when I started working with them, they would, I would kind of like put in some super super silly sound effect or like, you know, freeze frame thing or whatever. And, um, just to see if just to almost like, as a, like, just to see if I can make them laugh or something, you know, Yeah. like, yeah. like they're, like, they're, they're not going to go for this, but then they always like, uh, to my delight, they would be super into it and, and push that more. So yeah. then, then we went more and more in that direction. Uh, so for me,
4: it, yeah, it, to I me I, having worked a bit in TV and made, you know, little films and programs, you, you editing is where it's at man that 's where the magic happens i've sat in in editing rooms i can't do it and i've sat in editing rooms and it's like someone doing a spell because they 've got all this raw footage and suddenly they 've got a three minute sequence that is is hilarious and is infinitely better than the footage you've given them how How did you get into it doug what was what was what was it that drew you to that as opposed to you know and i know you act and i know you direct but the, what was, what was the what was it that drew you to the editing
16: i don't know i just thought it was so fun when i when i first started doing it i it was almost like you're right it was like this magic trick i could do yeah and uh i you know, i just kind of had a knack for it like immediately i just knew how to put i just i just knew how how to put clips together and i had uh you kind of have to have a sense of rhythm i think and yeah. um Like editing is like, it's like very rhythmic, you know? So, and I I was in, I played drums and and stuff and I was in bands and I don't know, like I just, there's something musical about it that I just was drawn to. I I, I don't really know. I just, it was just something I liked. It was just something fun to do.
5: I'm guessing because that, that is your thing. You would have a really hard time handing over stuff to someone else to do it because you know exactly what you want from it.
16: Yeah, I mean, as far as, like, anything of mine, I yeah. would have to just edit it myself. Yeah, it would
5: drive yeah. you nuts, wouldn't it, giving it to someone else?
16: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'd give him a sh- I'll give them a shot. You <laughs>
5: yeah, know? but you're going to hate it. it. I-, I tell you why I know, because when we do stuff, I edit it, yeah. and I would never, ever trust anyone else no. to do it, and I-, I would have to really sort of sit on my hands if I was going to let someone have a go at it. Do you? Did you, Doug, did you yeah.
4: work on the, um Um, Magic for Human series.
16: No, I don't
4: think so. Oh, okay. Which one's that? The, 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 the Nathan, not Nathan Field, the, um, what's the guy? The Magic for Humans. Justin? uh, Justin, yeah. Because there's a there's a I bit in there, oh okay because there's a clip in that that has my boys in hysterics and it looked like your your filthy hand the magic for <laughs> Susan's where he says now it's time magic for Susan's and it would just freeze frame on a woman looking very very uncomfortable and zoom in um, and it just kind of had
16: your your vibe um, about yeah, it yeah well they're, they're, we they're ripping you off man each other. <laughs> they're, they're ripping all off. ripping me off man exactly I mean. go and kick some ass what were you filming today. <laughs> Uh, well, I don't really have a job right now, so I just make little videos on Instagram. Yeah. Um, I think you, you, you might've tweeted one yesterday. Um, and last November I did something called video November, where I made a video every single day wow. on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, some of them were kind of crappy. So
4: <laughs> Can you swear on here? We can say crappy, and we can do, like, maybe two <laughs> shits, but that's it. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's one of them is gone now. Okay. So
5: Have you done another?
16: Okay. Well, all right. <laughs> all right, well, anyway, anyway, I, I was just, um, that, that's just, like, that's what I do now. I just make Instagram videos for free. That's my job. I'm being asked by Isaac on and,
4: Twitter, uh, ask if he's going to do another sit-on-you video. The world needs it. <laughs> I'm not, no. Good. Well, good.
16: That's, that's that, you, told that Isaac. I, yeah, I mean, well, that, that's pretty much a Tim and Eric video. But, I, I mean, that, that bit was written by my friend uh, Eric Sentsler.
4: Right, OK. We have...
16: And I don't I, know if you're familiar with him. Yeah, yeah, I know the name. Anyway. We have kind of... I say a
4: mutual friend. It's someone I've not seen for probably about 15, 20 years. Uh, a guy called Max Tundra. You know Max. You know Ben. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, Ben is... One of my good mates, Ben is Ben. For those that are, Max Tundra is a brilliant remixer and musician. We were playing the Daphne and Celeste stuff about six months ago. He he did all of yes. that. And Ben, I used to know uh, Ben because he was friends with Carvis, who was friend who's in a was in a band called Monsoon Bassoon, and they were friends with Cardiacs, and it was all kind of a slightly incestuous music circle. And then I was listening to your podcast from a while ago, actually, and, and Max Tundra popped up. I couldn't believe it
16: yeah I think I might have had him on there twice uh yeah it's that's one of those crazy things. I was a fan of his music for like years, and then I don't know what happened. I think maybe Twitter happened or something yeah, and then- her, it turns out he felt he like knew who I was, and we were like fans of each other, and I'm like, wow like that's that's cool like uh, I don't know. I, I I didn't think he would be a fan of mine because he's so brilliant. <laughs> he is. He yeah. is a genius. A guy, you know did, what I mean. Next, I haven't yeah. spoken
4: to him for years and years. But next time you see him, <laughs> say hello. To, I'll I'll tweet him. I'll tweet him because he's he's. Um, that's the the beauty of Twitter. Um, you do live shows, right? And I've heard you mention the live shows. What do you do in the live yeah. show? And I know you've opened for Tim and Eric, and I know you've just done some dates recently, including <clears throat> at the sparsely attended Drunken Unicorn. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but, but I heard you talking about it on, on um, uh, Tim's show. Just no one turned up. But what what is your live show? What happens in it?
16: Okay, well, I do stand-up comedy as a DJ. So I have um, a sampler and, like, a chaos pad, which is, like, an effects uh, pad. I and um, I do, you know, jokes, pretty sh- – mostly, like, one-liner kind of jokes. Yeah. But a lot of times the punchline is a sound effect or, like, a clip of a song. Yeah. Or, or 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 I you know I change my voice and I go to a different character and I turn into an evil different version of myself. Yeah. Or uh, yeah, I just like it's basically like stand up with sound effects and beats, um, and it's like loud and obnoxious.
4: See that, that description: so stand up with sound effects and beats. I'm in, man, because I, I can't bear... I, I don't go to comedy at nights anymore, unless it's something different, like Neil Hamburger last year. Because why would you want to go and see five white guys, middle-aged guys, going, you know, you know tr- the thing about Trump... The th- the, let me tell you about exactly. Brexit, you know? The thing about Brexit <laughs> right, right. is... Who wants to see that? Yeah. I want to see
16: something with a little bit of beats in. <laughs> I want beats. Well, I, I, I mean, me too. Me too. Well, I first I first started trying stand up just like for fun about 2005, and then before that, I was trying to be like a, I was trying to be Apex Twin, but I was like no uh, good at it. But yeah. I had to, I had some you know I had some gear, and yeah. I messed around with like I messed around with some like I was okay at DJing, and I was like I had some jokes, but I just I was okay at that. Yeah. But then, when I put them together, it was like, well, then it's uh, twice as good as, as okay. And then it was like pretty good.
4: Okay, know? so so okay times two is pretty good. That's that's the the, the comedy math. Okay maths.
16: times two is pretty good. Okay,
4: we can that's work with math. that. Yeah. Um, I, I, I love Poundcast. I discovered you after Office Hours. You know, I think I think Tim is Tim Heidecker is a genius. You know, I, mean, I was thrilled to have him on the show last year, and I um, I think Office Hours. Uh, His podcast has great moments of just being a car crash, you know, when Skype is going wrong, but also has great moments of hilarity. And I loved what you do with your um, sound effects and your I don't know if you're using a soundboard or if you're just getting clips off YouTube or how you're getting your clips. Um, But I love that. I I wondered if I could audition some of my sound clips (laughs) for you to see if if you want to buy any of them off me.
16: Oh, oh, buy them. Okay. Well, yeah.
4: Let's oh, hear them. Okay. Well, here's okay. Well, here's um here's the first one. This is one of my favorites. I've had this one about thirteen years. Here we go.
1: I've got a mouthful of sausage. I've got a mouthful of sausage.
4: It's an old lady saying, "I've got a mouthful <laughs> of sausage."
16: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, how much is that worth? That's pretty good. I could definitely use that. I can give you that for five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it's Brexit, man. We're okay, broke. How many quid?
4: <laughs> All right. What is that? Like three quid? That's three quid, mate.
5: Ian, do my bundle. He's told you he's All not right. working at the moment. All
4: right, I do. I do, do. Here's um uh, British former politician, George Galloway. You're a fanny. You're a fanny. Saying that you're a fanny. <laughs> um, let me see. Here's um oh here's someone.
1: My name is Khan.
4: That's one of my old callers saying my name is Khan, and we have a whole board of a guy called Dave from Luton. Um, This is Dave from Luton.
1: Who the hell is Ginger Baker? I've done a little garden. What are you beefing on about? Are you all Paul?
16: So, I I don't know if any of those are any good to you, Doug. I like the fanny one, but what does fanny mean over there? Fanny,
4: Fanny means vagina.
16: It means
5: a lady garden. Yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah, that means something different over here. Fanny, fanny means, like, ass over there, doesn't it? Because I remember seeing Neil Diamond in concert in the 80s, and Neil Diamond said, everybody, get yeah. up and shake your fannies. my God. And the whole audience went, <laughs> what the hell? Shake my what now? This is. Dis- <laughs> By the way, I just tried... Well, during the news, I, the Kiss are doing their last tour, right? And I go, I go through a love-hate relationship with Kiss. And I just tried to buy tickets, two tickets, to see Kiss. Right, get this, Doug. Uh-huh. Um, the cheapest tickets... I, I clicked two tickets and the total said eight hundred and forty three pounds. Eight hundred and that's like twelve hundred dollars for
5: two tickets for kiss. Isn't that the amount that uh Gene Simmons was doing like private um box giving thing? Yeah, well didn't he have like a box set that he was delivering in person? It, that
4: was fifty thousand dollars. Oh right, okay. If you wanted the, the Gene Simmons well, box well, set delivered.
5: Uh, what is that
16: what does that get you at the KISS concert? That gets just, you tickets. That gets you tickets to see KISS. Yeah. And that's it. That's what... One three pint. That, that's... <laughs> that's it. No that's pints.
4: It. No, you get tickets to see Kiss. You get tickets to see half of Kiss and two other people wearing Kiss makeup, um, badly playing Detroit Rock City.
5: And you get to not be able to afford to eat for three months.
4: That's it, man. Imagine that. 1200 bucks
16: to see Kiss. They can get... You started. actually like Kiss?
4: well here, I, I, I i my favorite group is the monkeys, right? I love the monkeys, and then I kind of got into kiss ironically, I bought a book about them for a dollar at an airport a, a, a years ago, and I was reading it and thinking, I don't know any of these songs I'm going to buy a greatest hit and you know so i g and I listened to it and eventually i thought these this is this is like um like better than Led Zeppelin Wow, you learn to love them This is the greatest rock and roll band in the world now I've met Gene Simmons, and he's a dick, and I really dislike him immensely <laughs> but um, yeah, I, yeah, I like Kiss, Doug. I like Kiss. What's your problem with that, man? Deal yeah. with it.
16: Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'll just keep my mouth shut. <laughs>
4: i am taking you. No, know, go on. You're not a fan of Kiss.
16: Well, I mean, I've never, every time I hear them, I mean, okay, they don't look like they sound, and that bothers me. Like, they look like they're going to be, like, hardcore devil-worshipping Yeah. You know, heavy, heavy rock, and then you listen to him, and it's like we're gonna rock and
5: go <laughs> and it's
16: cheesy, it Orny, is, man. It's cheesy, fanny music. <laughs> fanny
5: music. <laughs> My fanny is offended. Fanny music. You leave it out.
4: We just had the guest. This is-, this is the kind of show you're on, Doug. The guest before you is a lady who's had a vagina bleached. Imagine that. Oh
16: my god! Yeah, I know. Uh, what, well, like, what part of the vagina was bleached? The inside, in
5: and out. And the
4: in and the out was of it was done, and um to, and her boyfriend loved it.
5: Well, I bet he couldn't say he didn't <laughs> after all that effort had been made. Just...
4: <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Listen. So, um, you do the you do the podcast Poundcast, which is uh, which is delightful and is um slightly shambolic again, which we like because this show is shambolic, as you may have noticed. Um. How, how long have you been doing that for ages? You're on, like, episode 160 or something, aren't you?
16: Uh, yeah, over 100 episodes, but, uh, you know, I don't do it as consistently as I should. But if I did, it would be, like, we'd be at, like, hundreds of episodes. We'd be, like, 500 episodes deep if I did it at yeah. or something. Yeah. But it's just, like, that's one of those things, you know, I, I just like to do many... Many things. I like to do a podcast. I like to do music. I like to do videos. I like to sometimes I'll edit. Uh, I think that's just how I like to work. Is like if I just did one thing, I would be bored of that one thing, yeah. and then that work, whatever that one thing is, would suffer because I would be I would I would uh, just be upset that I had to do it uh, only that one thing.
4: And Poundhouse. Pound House was a series, like a short sort of mini series, little five minute episodes uh, that you did a few years ago, and it's delightful, and it's uh, um, weird, and it reminds me a little bit of Mr. Show with David Cross and Bob Odenkirk, and it's just, it's uncomfortable. I really like uncomfortable silences in comedy. Um, Are you (laughs) doing any more of those?
16: Uh, Yeah, actually, um, we made one episode. Yeah. And because, okay, the first, those three, we did three seasons of that, and for those 3 seasons we had funding, we had a like a, a web sort of internet channel that uh gave us a budget. Yeah. And we don't have that any. We don't have that anymore. Right, okay. So we just made we just made one ourselves. Um you know, they don't cost much money to make. So we just made one for fun. But it is called it's a season we call it season 1.5. Okay. So it, it takes place within season 1. It's kind of like one it's like one-off episodes that could take place within season one. Oh, okay. Kind of so you've prequel. gone back
4: in time, a prequel, right? Okay, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
16: <laughs> yeah.
4: Um, and how do you? Here's the thing, man. Because I do. I genuinely, I think you're brilliant, and it breaks my heart to hear you say that you haven't got any work or anything. And um, you know, I'm I'm all for artistic people doing stuff off their own bat and making stuff. I also think uh, you know artists should be paid for their work, and it would be great. Do you do Patreon? Do you do crowdfunding or anything like that?
16: Yeah, I have a Patreon, but um, yeah, it feels kind of weird just saying, hey, give me, give me free money. But, uh, um, you know, I, I, I was thinking maybe we could crowdfund a season of Poundhouse or something like that, but, you know, that does feel a little weird, but... Uh, um, I don't know. That's funny. I'm, you're, into, you're... I'm into it. You know what? I, I have an idea. Go on. Why don't you? Do you know any? Uh, do you know any TV executives at Channel Four?
4: Oh man, I know all of the. T- I know all of the TV executives. I swear to God, twenty years ago, I was huge at Channel Four. I own that place. You
5: know more. They all refuse to have you in their office.
4: Oh, now. they won't talk to me anymore. <laughs> but I know them.
16: <laughs> okay. Well, maybe you're the wrong person. But oh. you know, I'm, I'm ready to make. I'm ready to make the move. I'll go to London. I have one friend there. You know, Max Tundra could be my one friend, yeah. and then um, we'll we'll do a show. We'll do Poundhouse. It'll be it'll be a show about this guy who moves to London, and how how are things different for him?
4: Mm, yeah, think of all the crazy <laughs> adventures you could get involved with. Have you ever done any shows over here?
16: No, I'm saying I love all the um, like a lot of the shows that I saw um, that I've seen that come out of there are like some of my favorite stuff, like like all the stuff Chris Morris did. Yes. Is that the same? Yeah, it's like it's Jam and the Day Today and uh, Brass Eye and, you know, Look Around You, those guys. Yeah, uh, Peter Serafinowicz uh, and Robert, know, Robert Popper, yeah. Exactly. what's it's the other it's show, Snuffbox. I mean, there's like, you guys have more interesting, I don't know, like, I think you guys, like Garth <clears> Reggie's Dark Place, I think you, there's a lot of uh, more, like, risk-taking or something. Well, you say that. I don't know, but movie. we kind
4: of think the same about you because we look at things like Tim and Eric and Steve Brule and stuff like that and go, well, well, that's where it's happening, over there. You know, that's the... <laughs> that's the I mean, I to Tim and Eric is a while ago now, but, you know, that's the kind of cool stuff. Uh, 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 so, but seriously, man, come over, stay at um, Max Tundra's. When he gets bored, you can sleep on my in my spare room... We'll, well, I know people okay. we can call in for favours. We can make a show for for free, man. Come and do it. All right, let's do it. There we go. That's that. That's
5: sorted. It's, That's
4: it's that. easy as that. And what's funny, what's interesting is when we came and did this radio show over in New York a while ago, and we met loads of podcasters and comedians and things like that, you are the first American we've spoken to that has been slightly embarrassed to say... Uh, yeah, I've got a Patreon, and this is it. You know, all, all the podcasters we met were like, "Yeah, can, I just want to say I've got Patreon, and uh, if you go to my website, you can buy yeah. my T-shirts, and the T-shirts fund the shows." And
5: tell you something though, I remember Kemda from P- P- uh, Keith and the Girl yeah. says that she longs for the day when she no longer has to hustle.
4: Yeah, yeah.
5: So I guess tiring, I imagine the hustle. The hustle is a the
16: hustle is a drag. Uh, uh- well, okay. Look, here's my, my Patreon. Do it. it. Patreon slash Doug Pound with two G's. Yeah, we go.
5: Outrageous! You're asking us <laughs> for free want, money. <laughs> you want to
16: support me as an you want to support me as an artist? You can sign up there. And if you if you do follow me on Patreon, you're going to get exclusive content. Here we go. You can't see anywhere Here else. Here we go. Beautiful clips that are not unreleased content
5: that you've not thought of yet. Great.
16: <laughs> for my, no 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 I, that's what I do every month. Um, at the first, well, today's the first of the month. I'm going to have to upload something <laughs> <laughs> at, the first of the month, <laughs> at the first of the month. Uh, I forgot to do it today, but yeah, at the first of the month, I usually, I put some, some exclusive uh, stuff up there. So there is. It's not just you know. You're not just giving me money for nothing. You get a little something in return.
4: I, I, I found it, and I'm gonna yeah. t- I'm gonna tweet the hell out of it. And also, it's not it's not giving money for nothing. No, it's not. You're working and you're creating, man. And the, the whole the, one of the problems with the internet now is that I can get a band's entire back catalogue for free from a torrent site. Or you know, everyone expects everything to be free, and they forget that making comedy and making films and making music and writing. Uh, making music and writing blogs and writing articles and books and things, that takes time and that takes skill, you know, and we should pay artists for the work that they do.
16: Yeah, I think what happens now is, um, uh, you know, people like me, maybe we make a bunch of free content and then a bunch of people like it and then if a bunch of people around the world are liking it, They'll come to the live show.
4: Yeah, yeah, you're right. And you're then right.
16: That's, that's where you you sell the you, you sell the tickets for um, fifteen hundred dollars.
4: Wow, Wowzers. like, like, like kiss, like kiss does, right? that, That's that's what kiss are doing, man. They, 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 man, yeah. crap of theirs I bought. They should be um, giving me money. Um, Doug, it's so nice to talk to you, man. Um, honestly, I I'm so gra- glad that I kind of fell down the. The, the Tim Heidecker rabbit hole and we've discovered great people like Greg and Neil Hamburger and you and, um, you know, I hope you get paid a shed load of money someday. I on, also Catherine. have to
5: thank you as well for putting Enigma's Return to Innocence back in my mind after about 25 <laughs> years. <laughs> What a beautiful moment. It was, it yeah. was a lovely moment,
16: yeah. man. That's two wet crew.
5: That's right. I loved it. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh,
16: yeah, uh,
4: We love you, Doug. And listen, anytime you want to plug anything or anything, send me a tweet, come on the show. You'd be very, very welcome, man.
16: Brilliant. Thank you so much for having me. And I'll see you in London when I moved there shortly.
4: See you next week, man. Thanks a lot.
16: <laughs> Take care, Doug. Bye-bye. Bye, Doug. That's DJ Doug
4: Pound. Um, I'm going to tweet all of his Patreon and all of that stuff because, you know, he's not stuff for free. It's pe- people put in work and effort and things like that. 344 um, 499 is the telephone number. This is The Late Night Alternative
0: on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on
4: Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. I've just signed up for $6 a month. Six dollars a month. You're gonna get some exclusive content. Six dollars a month for Doug Pound. I like that. I liked him a lot. Um I'm just trying to let me um um uh, yeah, I wanna I wanna share this on Twitter. Um there we go. Um just tweeted it. Now I've just tweeted the link. Get in there, guys. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call you'd be very very welcome to that's what andrew's done
5: oh thank goodness thank goodness
4: for andrew hello hello andrew
15: um i i was just fun not to talk about um i guess i'm quite similar to your last guest oh um i'm a stand-up as well but um the reason i'm phoning is like i'm turning 40 next month okay and I'm genuinely like scared about oh, it. Go on, why? Everyone, everyone keeps asking me how do you feel about turning forty and yeah. stuff, and like I, I, I don't know. How I'm supposed to feel. I mean, I don't know what that means. If that means I'm proper old now, or
4: how does it I, make? Well, how does? What, what? How does it make you feel? How? How are you? Fe- how are you feeling at the thought of it?
15: I'm a bit scared. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think I never imagined being 40, and now that I am, I don't really know how to deal with it. I feel like I should be more grown-up. No. But I'm not. No. I...
4: you know, There's I no shouldn't... point in being grown-up. You're as grown-up as you are, right? I cried on my 30th. 40, I was like, man... Okay. Yeah. I'm approaching fifty now and that that's worrying me. At the age of forty five and a half, fifty is concerning me.
5: But I know what you mean about it's everyone else's expectations. You know, you're just going through another day, like you know, another birthday, who cares? You know, you're not twelve anymore, you're not counting down to them and saying I'm in double figures, all that stuff. You know, it's everyone else going, Oh, what are you gonna do for your birthday? or you know, how do you feel about it? And I just I, I felt blar about it too.
15: Yeah. Yeah, it's weird because like um a lot of the friends I've made, I guess, through the stand-up thing that like I've met in the past seven years. Yeah. And when they find out, like, I'm I'm turning 40, everyone just kind of seems to go white and go, you're going to be 40. And oh, then they, they kind, this this kind of go, oh, look at this. And then they go, that's a nice thing. And, you know, did not think you were looked 40, but then it means, you know, I don't know, I feel like it's... Christ, that means I'm about to die or something. But <laughs> <I
17: know. laughs> well, It's really weird, like, when you just played, um... What
5: it means is you so, literally didn't die.
17: No. So, uh, yeah. So, well done. <laughs> You're <Thank> you. winning. <laughs> You're winning, man. But,
15: yeah, but I don't know. Like, I'm getting really emotional about it. Like, um, when you just played the theme tune of The Little List Hobo... Yes. Like, I was crying. And, I don't know, it's, like, it's really affected me massively. Um... I don't know what to do about it.
4: <laughs> well... Is it just the thought of turning forty that's making you upset? Do you think, or is there something else going on,
15: as well? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I'm not very happy about life and stuff. There we go. I guess that's not. Um, that's not. That's not making it any easier. No. Um, and is there anything
4: in your life that is, um, uh, is is going wrong, or is not going the way that you planned, or is it just a general? You know, kind of vague sadness.
15: Yeah, yeah. It's kind of it is like a lot of vague sadness, yeah. um, and I've I don't feel like very healthy. Like I'm, I don't know if you remember, but I'm the guy that phoned job in the summer and didn't you want, um shit. People, he come and. Um, Visit was in hospital.
5: I remember. What was this? He yeah. was stuck in a hospital bed yeah. and boring people oh. coming to see him. <laughs> and he couldn't yeah. get away from them. I found that hilarious.
15: Yes. Yeah. So so that's that's me. And I don't feel very physically well. And so I'm getting a bit done now. Yeah. Try, trying to get better. But at the same time, just everyone going, oh, you're 40. You know, and just kind of, oh, some part of my head just going like, what?
1: what is Stephen even...
15: It
4: don't Sorry. mean anything. It don't mean no. it, don't, it don't mean anything. Here's the thing. Thought we don't mean anything. May I suggest um, an excellent book by a guest we had on the show, um, a, a writer called Miranda Sawyer, and the book is called Out of Time, and yeah. it it's about midlife.
15: Well, She's a music journalist. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah.
4: She's brilliant, and it's about midlife crises. Um, but it's about midlife crises and a really sensible. You know, kind of grown up way. I'm not. Su- I'm not saying you're going through a midlife crisis.
5: No, she'll probably. Trying, tell you, she would yeah, tell you that you're too young yeah. to be having the yeah. sort of crisis she's talking about.
4: But it 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 yeah. might just help put a few things in perspective. It it really made me think. It's one of the best books I've read um, ever. Yeah. It was great, and it just helped me put a few things in perspective. So I suggest that. Oh, brilliant! Um, how physically, w- what are you doing to get better? Are you, w- what's, w- how's that looking?
15: Well, that's now. Yeah, I'm actually getting a little better. Like um. I was supposed to have a heart transplant, and I got a test recently, and it says that I, I'm too ill. I don't need one. And you're you're too um, well? Did you say or too, like too, too, yes, well, too, too too well? Too well. All right, that's great I'm news. Too well. Yeah yeah, 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 I know that's the weird thing, but because I'm turning mm. forty, um, it's stranger than I feel like. Well, maybe I should just. Be dying. I don't know. It's weird.
5: Don't say Hold that. On. Forty one.
15: I. I can I can I put my. Um, I'm
4: taking my radio presenter hat off, and I'm going to put on my armchair psychiatrist and psychologist hat on. Um, it sounds to me where this malaise, this melancholy, this depression is coming from, is not the forty, although that's kind of a symbol. You, you, you've you come really, really close at a very young age to death. Does that sound about right? It's... Oh, you're breaking up, man. Go back to wherever you were. Yeah. Oh, we co- Andrew, Andrew, go back. Go back. Uh, I am back. There you, you know are. Yes. Does, does that make sense? It sounds like you've been really... You're talking about heart transplants at 39 that is coming yeah. very very that is you know looking at death in a way that most people don't have to do at that age
15: yeah
4: and that's going to f you up man that that is going to make you question a lot of things like have i done enough am i, am I where i thought i was going to be what happens if i die what what do i want to do with the rest of my life do i want these people around me um and if i'm yeah. anywhere close that stuff is going to make you depressed
15: Yeah, you're right. Does that make sense? Makes complete sense. Yeah, you're totally right. Um, I just just don't know how to. um, I'm kind of aware of it, but I don't mm know how to fix
4: it. Uh, Well, I know that, and that is the big question. Being aware of it is a big is a big part of fixing it. That's that's the thing. If you know kind of what the problem is, then you can start working on it. And, And unfortunately, a lot of people don't know why they're not feeling great, and so they can't sort it out. Are you seeing? I'm guessing you're seeing doctors and medical staff anyway. Do you ever mention the fact that you feel like this? Or do you just go in and talk about the heart stuff?
1: Um,
15: I do a little bit, but um, I don't know. I guess th- this part of me that kind of goes well, there's no, there's no real point in doing that. Sometimes you can just be unhappy with your life, and that's a real thing, isn't it? It's not depression, it's a real thing.
4: Yeah. but So... But, 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 you deserve, you deserve to be happy. You deserve that, man. You sound like a good man, and you deserve happiness. Thank you. And you can achieve it. I don't know how you achieve it. Maybe it's, maybe it's talking to someone regularly, maybe it's taking antidepressants, maybe it's changing, maybe it's moving, maybe it's changing jobs, maybe it's not doing stand-up, maybe it's doing more stuff. I don't know. Yeah. But you can be happy, Andrew. I know it.
15: <laughs> Thanks, man. You're,
4: you're a good You're a good man. You're a good man. And you can do this. You, um, I mean, listen. Also, y- you've not been out of hospital that long. I was going to say, mm-hmm. give yourself
5: a chance to recover. Yeah. You've been through a hell of a lot. I bet you're knackered.
4: Yeah.
15: I bet, Yeah. <laughs>
5: That doesn't yeah. help, does it?
4: You come out of hospital, it's cold and it's grey and it's winter and, and it's dark and, you know, um, get better. Get better physically, you know. And um, I think you can turn this around. I know you can turn this around. I know it. Thanks. That's really encouraging. And don't worry about crying. I've got an issue with my youngest. is crying a bit at the moment. And he doesn't know why. And I have to keep reassuring him that he can talk to me about anything if there's anything that's bothering him. But also, I said to him, Do you feel better after you cry? He says, Yeah, I feel a lot better. I said, Well then then cry. If it makes if you're feeling something and you cry and you feel better that's all right. What are you looking at me like that for?
5: What, what did I say to you yesterday? I
4: don't know. I wasn't listening. I was crying too much.
5: He was crying and, and I said... I,
4: <laughs>
12: and I was... You know when you sort of... You,
5: you know when you so, give someone a hug when they're crying and you're thinking, I hope they don't think I'm trying to... There, there, stop that, stop that. Let it out, man. It's got to come out. And, you know, it's, it's healthy to do that.
15: Yeah. It does
4: make you feel slightly better. I know we have yeah. to... It's a, little, it's a little release valve, a little pressure valve. where you are taking the pressure off and, um... And you know there's there's Samaritans we talk about Samaritans a lot they 're out there and they 're free and they're anonymous if you, If it gets too much if you just want to let off steam and you, hey listen, you can phone this show anytime you want, but if we 're not on or you don't fancy coming on the radio, phone the Samaritans and it's they, they can be you know different from phoning up a friend or anything like that um yeah. Listen, I have Thank to go because I'm late for the ads and I've got a few more calls. Thank you very much. No, 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 oh, no, 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 sir. Thank, Thank you. So. Thank you for sharing that with us because you will have helped a lot of people. Um, can we speak again next week? Yes, of course. If you, you feel up to it, brother, give us a call, OK? Of, course. It, brother, call, okay? of course. Take care, Thank man. Thank you. Good
5: bye night. Good night.
4: What a nice guy. Just, everyone's struggling, man. Everyone is struggling. We get, and we get... Idiots like that, you know, John from North London. Oh, shoot yourself! Shoot yourself! You deserve it. Yeah, but that's not life. coming
5: from a happy place, no, is it? No,
4: no, 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 no. These are the people I want to talk to. Um, right, another few minutes. We got Ian. We got Pete. We got Jack. We'll come to you in a second. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio.
0: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee
4: on Talk Radio. Right, we got um, what's, what's that?
5: What's that man's name? Which man?
4: The old man that comes in at one.
5: Paul Ross. That's
4: the fella. He's coming in at one. So let's get let's get through these calls. Good evening, Ian. Hello there. How are you doing? I'm, I'm I'm getting a little bit croaky. It would appear. Oh dear.
0: Okay. Um Ooh, you um, sound very
4: concerned.
5: Doesn't really. Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh dear.
4: Oh, oh,
2: anyway, over to me. Back to me. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm not concerned. I would say I'm more um. Facetious. Ambivalent, facetious, yeah. and ambivalent. Okay, facetiously yeah, ambivalent. Okay.
5: okay. I don't think that word means what you think it does. Anyway.
2: Yes. Um, is this Ian Lee or not? I don't know which Ian are you. Okay, right. Let me explain. Um, the last time I I phoned Ian, um, he he had a theory about people's names who were spelt I A N. Are they perverts? They the
4: they're the, the disgusting perverts. Yes.
2: Really. Really. Oh yes. Well, can I can I um finish? My sentence? Um, You just did? Yeah, go on. Well, no, I didn't, because you interrupted. Anyway, um, Ian had a theory about people's names who were spelt I-A-N. They're perverts. Uh, Can I um, finish my sentence? Certainly, please do. Well, that's the second time you've interrupted me. I apologise. I apologise. I ambivalently apologise.
4: I facetiously (laughs) apologise in an ambivalent manner.
2: OK. All right. Well, all I wanted to understand is, is that Ian seemed to have this issue about name, about Ian's, it was spelled I-A-N. They're as perverts. To,
4: Dirty, disgusting perverts.
2: As opposed to I-A-I-N. They are normal people. <sighs> so, have you got the question? Because... You kept interrupting
4: I'm me. sorry, I apologise. I facetiously apologise. No. no, no, no. That's
2: okay. Right, right. Have you understood the question? Yes. The your
4: party? name is Ian, you spell it I A N and you're a dirty pervert. <sighs> have I not have yeah. I have I understood it?
2: No. I I also asked a question. Have uh, you understood the question? And can you give me an answer? Is to
4: the it? question have you understood the question?
2: My question is, there are two ways of spelling Ian. Correct. Um, well, when I spoke to Ian, he thought that um, people whose name was, was spelled I-A-N... A dirty pervert. Ha- ...had an issue, all right? Perversion. Now, Sexual perversion. People. People who spell their name... Ian have an issue or not, yes. or are you just going to say pervert?
4: I'm, I believe they have an issue, and the issue is perversion of a sexual nature. Never trust a man who spells his name Ian. It's incorrect. It's the way the devil would spell it, and it indicates an abnormal deviancy in the downstairs department.
2: Where does that come from? The Bible. I don't think so. I think so. Have you read it? I have, and ah. I cannot say that there is a Saint Ian, so I'm not sure where you. I going. did not. It s- wouldn't
5: be because he's a pervert.
4: Uh, exactly, there now. But there is a Saint Ian with an I A I N, who's the the the, um, the saint of uh, wooden spoons, collectibles, and panini stickers. But there is no saint ian i a m because they are dirty perverts what's your perversion Ian well, i don't i don't have one well you don't think it's a perversion, but society would so what is it? rubbing yourself against escalators no touching spoons with your testicles no what 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 gets your rocks off what get you, gets you going, man
2: what is it? Come on. Share it with me, man. I want to know what you, what gets you high. Well nothing really. I'm I'm sorry, I um I just I wanted to know why um uh, mm. Ian Lee thought that I A well, N w- I tell you know. what, we've
4: had some fun. Shall I put you through to Ian Lee now?
2: Well, I did start off this conversation by asking if I was talking to Ian Lee. Yep. I, yeah, please well, do. Yeah, okay, yeah.
4: so I put you through to Ian Lee now?
2: Yes, please. Okay.
4: Um, you're going to hear the radio go silent and then you'll be on the air in a second. Is that okay? Fine. Thank you, caller. You're listening to Talk Radio. Let's go to... Where should we go to next? Let's go to Ian. Good evening, Ian. Yep. Yeah. You're live on talk radio, and what have you got for us, mate? Welcome
2: to the show. Hi, Ian. Um, when I spent in the past, you, you um, were making a distinction between Christian names. Yes, well, Ian. I A N. Yeah. And yours, I A I N. Yes. And I just wondered um, what you thought that you know how people are different because of the way their
4: names. But... Oh, I don't think there's a difference at all. I think people can spell their names how they want. Eight. I'm sorry if I gave that impression. No, I-A-N is the kind of the, the, the English version. I-A-I-N is kind of the Celtic version, but that's it. No, right. we're we're all Ians together in this world, brother. No. Right. Fine. Hope that answers okay. your question, Ian. Thanks for the call, mate. Okay. You dirty is... pervert. 0344 Go to Jack. Get him, there's your video. Good evening, already Jack.
5: sent, it. Already sent it. Good
4: evening,
17: Jack. <laughs> hello. Hello. You're, you're on the yeah. radio, Jack, in Jack, case you didn't realise. Jack,
5: how are you spelling your name?
17: Um, I know who that was. I-A-I-M.
5: Yeah. Right. Yeah, I know
4: who that guy was, and thank you, Matty. I knew and recognised it. I thought it was the Lion guy. He's the guy that argued with me about Paul Ross not being on The Breakfast Show anymore. Do you remember that? Yes. That's who that was. That's who that was.
17: That's a, that's a classic caller.
4: Anyway, go on, Jack. We've not got much time, um, because uh, Paul Ross is... is I, I can, uh, I can no,
17: cement, I, sense anger. Absolutely. I was going to say, I know we're running low on oh, time. We're running low, um, <laughs> yes. So if I could just briefly explain, um, obviously the background of this call. Yeah, go on. Um, To be fair, before you went on I'm a Celebrity, I didn't know who you were. Yeah. Right. I enjoyed you on that. I followed you on Twitter. Right, And I found you entertaining, intelligent, you know, and and really inspiring with some of the stuff. This is the first time I've listened to the show. Oh, 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 he's gone right off.
0: take all that back. Yeah, he's gone right off you.
17: (laughs) No, no. I've read your tweets over the last few days, obviously, about the medication. Yes, ma'am. And I had a question And I listened to the show to see if it would be answered. Go on. I don't think it has been, but I think I can't be the only one who wants to know this. You seem very negative about the medication and how it's affected you. Oh, yeah. And I just wondered, for, for someone like me, I'm dealing with a lot. Yes. Do you regret... Would you have fused your bottles without chemical help? Oh, God, no. If you could have your time again. No, no,
4: no. The only negativity I've got about the medication now is coming off it is it's screwing my head and my soul up massively. But, 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 I've been on antidepressants, various different ones, for years and years and years. And I can pretty much say, Jack, hand on heart, it was totally the right thing for me to do. And that if I had not taken antidepressants, I would probably be dead by now. So...
17: Um so it is worth it.
4: For me, it was. I would never advise anyone to do it. I, I would speak to your doctor. I would speak to your family. I would search your soul and meditate on it. All I can do is share my experience. But for me, uh, it saved my life, without a shadow of a
17: doubt. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, it was just with all the, you know, the, like the almost vitriol awards on Twitter, I just thought... Yeah. I, it, you, I'm a man who's had to make, no, try to take my own life before. Ah oh, man, well and I'm, I'm glad coming you did, up to Jack. a very difficult time in the year for <laughs> me personally. Yeah, Christmas is and tough. I'm just trying to work out what to do, and I've never been on antidepressants. Um.
4: Listen, uh, the only vitriol I've got... There are side effects, one of the side effects, I'm going to say, and now Paul Ross has come in the room, I've not been able to come for ages, sorry, Paul, but... (laughs) Taxi! (laughs) But, um, but, and there are other side effects, um, but uh, the vitriol for me is just coming off them is... is, is, It's hell, man. But um, the last few years, they've saved my life. Totally, totally, totally... Uh, that's my experience. I could never advise you, Jack, and I wouldn't, but I would certainly suggest you talk to a doctor and you speak to your friends and family about it. And um, maybe give us a call tomorrow or next week so that we can have a bit of a longer chat.
17: No, I will. And before I go, because obviously I know time constraints, but can I just say, obviously, tuned into the show tonight, yeah. I'll certainly be tuning in again. Hey, bless you, and, brother. And thank you for helping me make a decision. God Jack, bless you,
4: mate. give us a call again and we'll, we'll have a bit longer to speak, I promise. And best of luck, man.
17: No, God bless Take you. Take care, fella. Ta-ta.
0: Nice, thank you. There we go. Good evening, Paul Ross. Good evening. May I say something sincere, which is unusual for me. Oh. You two do a fantastic job as entertainers, a great double act, sometimes with two straight men, but you know, you're a great you're a great combo. Yes. And then every now and again something like that happens yeah. and I'm thinking I'm in the presence of something and I've been in this business a long time. Are and you? that was you're, you, you two are just fantastic. May I say that? Without being, you know, I don't want to borrow money. You know, I don't want to, you know, I'm, I'm not after anything else. But really, seriously, this is an amazing show. And I'm Bless privileged. To, I'm, I'm privileged. You're my warm up, men. Thank oh. you. Well, Thanks. No, seriously, two, 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 two hours I ago... A, so I couldn't keep it going, but that was brilliant. Two hours ago, brilliant.
4: we had a woman on who'd had her vagina bleached. So it's, you know, it's ups and downs, peaks and troughs. I whether
5: she preferred to have a nice new top instead.
4: <laughs> Thank the you, You're very, your
0: very kind. Okay. Yeah, a new yeah, bottom. You know we can't <laughs> take
4: compliments, but... <laughs> you had to
0: go there, didn't you, <laughs> Kath? I didn't Again. go there. <laughs> <laughs> what is on your show tonight? <laughs> we are talking to a man tonight, I cannot wait, called Dexter... Bruised head. He's a Native oh, yeah. American. Oh, of okay, he is, yeah. uh, he's from Canada, yeah. and he's taking part in their sport, which is revived, which is basically they get on horses and ride at each other and kind of joust with fists and heads. It's a oh, I know. Dexter Bruised Head. He's not. We've tra- double checked him, triangulated him. This is a real thing. It's on some of the smaller channels in Canada. I can't remember off the top of my head the name of the sport. So
4: they are, they're almost, but they're like just yeah, they're having a go. They're having other. a
0: go with each other, getting close to each other. It's a, It was originally a rite of passage for the, uh, the the kind of those c- Canadian Native American. Americans yes. and actually, so I'm looking forward to that very much. We're crossing live to Mexico because it's still the Day of the Dead there. Yep. And we're taking part in a kind of tour of the dead. We're hoping to go live to a Mexican cemetery where they are washing the bones of their ancestors, oh, wow. which should be interesting. Also, a couple of brilliant. I've done the uh, interview already. Wonderful pair of Norwegian sisters who came and who've written a remarkable book called Adventures in Memory. Yeah. If you want to have it or what you can? It's a brilliant read. And one's a neuropsychologist. Yeah. And one's a very well-regarded Norwegian novelist. And they've come together, like Henry James and his brother William James would have done, who was a psychologist, and written this amazing wow. book about memory, what it means in evolution. And they were just fantastic. Because oh. they t- I'm expecting two rather do a Scandinavian, not yeah, 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 yeah. being xenophobic, but yeah. I kind of am. Yeah, a little bit. But they t- they, they came in like they'd come in from some Hindu. <laughs> they were fantastic. <laughs> so I had a great night. So we've got those on the show as well. So yeah. a mix, but, and the usual old talk. Talk about Day of the Dead. Have you seen the film Coco? Yeah, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> wow. You know they had a mass screening of that for the caravan of people trying to get into the united states you know they, they showed they really? it in a park yeah they did it uh, late last night they were tweeting it so it happened wow. kind of 24 because of course they're passing towards mexico which is the day of the dead wow. so, lovely film it?
4: saw that with the boys and the boys were in tears i was in tears oh it's it, uh, but laughed a lot as well one of the
0: great things about arthur c Clarke was he wrote a book called profiles of the future at the back end of the forties he predicted you know communication satellites and one of the things he says which is buried in that book and I reread it recently, he says, the big advance, he said, in art over the next... And this was in 1949, 1950s, he says, it's going to be in animated films. And how right he oh, was, was, how prescient, before computers were cut, he thought, this is what's going because he'd seen things like Fantasia yeah. and the Disney films and the Silly Symphonies, and he yeah. said, no, something's going to happen, and that's going to be the next big breakthrough. Paul Ross is coming up next. We're back tonight. At 10. Ta-ta!